and that's the only way I got on Motorola back in the day. If I wadded it up, like I got R1 on Nitro isn't enough for you, then you're doing something wrong. There's no question Thomas should have went to the hospital immediately. The car burst into flames, dude. What the frick were you thinking that you were going to do? Then he comes back and just, like, destroys the hill. Race fans, are you ready? It's time for another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show, presented by Rutted Racing. And now your host, Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, Joel Faldi, and media mogul Colby Marble. Race fans, get on the edge of your seat because it is time to climb. All right, Nitro fans, welcome back to another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show. Tonight, the Nitro boys will be reviewing round five of the American Hill Climb series. As always, the Nitro Mud Show would not be possible without these great sponsors. Rutted Racing, Lace Belt Company, JS5 Extensions, Drink Hydropower, Black Diamond MX, Team Peterson, and Mueller Motorsports. Boys, how are we doing tonight? Everybody dry out? I'm actually still drying out my gear here. I just flew in this morning, so drying out the, the camera bag, my poncho. That was the first time I got to use my poncho, and I didn't realize that it was like a full bed sheet when I pulled it out of the bag <laughs> yesterday to use it. I'm like, oh, God. This oh. is great. <laughs> so, I, I was really wishing I had a poncho, man. I'm them crew shirts, they do not like the rain. They just stick to you like glue. It was uncomfortable. Uh, cowboy, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a walking meme. I'm, I'm running on six cups of coffee, an hour and a half of sleep, and an effing dream. Hell yeah! <laughs> Have you guys seen that meme where it's like, you know, some guy freaking hauling ass on a rolling coal on a diesel pickup, and he's like, I'm running on six cups of coffee, two hours of sleep, and a dream. <laughs> Have not, but that's gold. Uh, uh, that's yeah, that's gold. Yeah, I like it. That's, well, that's right. That's, yeah, Colby flew home. <laughs> I don't know much about memes, so oh. follow. It, it Joel took the long drive home. Yeah, man. Yeah, Doris is good at them, Colby. Doris is good yeah, at memes. I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to hit her up and <laughs> see if she's got the hot news lately. Yeah, I'll see if she's got it. So how, how was the ride home there, Mr. Uh, Champ, going into the last round? Oh man, it was, those are the fun drives home when you have good, good weekends, you know, the ride, just, drive goes super fast, but, uh, man, I tell you one thing, we couldn't keep up with everybody. I think Rob beat us home by like five hours. I don't know how fast he had the O'Neill rig going, but they must've sprouted wings and flew because, uh, huh. they must've just been hammering. Cause I think he was home and in bed before I even dropped off Kirk and, uh, Laval. So, uh, yeah, we were, we were. Huh. And then we got passed Damn. by Kester's right when we left. A freaking blur of the, the dually and the red trailer going up the hill. I waved the number one at him for winning the 450 as they went by. But he must, it must not be running right because it blew a bunch of black smoke out of it. I mean, there's no way that that's not just an EPA legal truck. I'm sure it's all in the up and up. But, man, they were hauling ass. <laughs> Funny. Oh, uh, man. But, oh, yeah, Rob's a, definitely got a lead foot. Man. Yeah. I can't believe a court that a. Uh, 
Corey let Rob drive that truck all the way home. Yeah, the truck's um, never going to be the same, I'll tell you that right yeah. now. Uh, O'Neill's trade trucks pretty often. They're probably fine. But me, I'm trying to get my truck to last 30 years. Like, the last thing I want to do is take 10 years of life out of it in one trip, you know? <laughs> but I guess if you, if you trade every year or two, it's fine. But, man, I'm, I'm hoping my truck is old, outlasts me, you know? <laughs> it will. Uh, let's see. We'll find out. Maybe not the tunnel cover, but. Oh, God, no. Yeah, that piece of crap. Oh, yeah. I got lots of comments from that. Why I went cheap on that from Dave and Kirk. Oh, well. Yeah. Got to uh, cheap out on some things. Yeah, oh, got to yeah. afford to go racing, man. Uh, you yeah. can't put a good tunnel cover on. You got to no, buy bike parts. No, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. If, if KTM made a tunnel cover, I might buy that, but they don't. They haven't gotten that market yet. <laughs> that you know of. That I know of, yeah. That I know of. Yeah. Dude, everything's got KTM branding on it. I'm sure there's yeah. a fucking KTM tonneau cover out there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I got a little bone to pick with you too, Colby. When you were standing up on the hill there, like I was like, please God, tell me you're not going to stand there when I take off. <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, don't, tr- don't put that much trust in me. I was literally aiming for like six inches left to where you're standing. And I'm like, I'll go if you want, but it's like, it's probably not going to work out like you hope. Dude, sometimes <laughs> I like to wait till the very last minute to get the perfect shot. And I was reviewing my photos, and I did. Okay. So just okay. chill out. All right. Chill all right. out. It's all worth it. Because I, I, well, then I was nervous. Is like, am I supposed to go? Because I'm like, I'll do it. I'll go. I'll go charging right by you if you want. But uh, it was muddy, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm. I'm a little skeptical on my line choice there. Well, I think there was some sort of a holdup for that particular run. You were being held up for some reason. Someone must have crashed or oh, something, yeah. and I, yeah. I didn't realize like. We were ready to go. Okay, gotcha. At the gotcha. moment, like I, I wanted to get the shot of you putting on the goggles and stuff, and ah, I was going to move over. Cool. So, uh, sorry if I, I vibed you out there a little bit. Oh, not bit, at all. But, no, I loved uh, it. You didn't vibe me at all. I just, I'm not used to that kind of, I mean, I thought it was cool, like when you did it with Logan at Muskegon, and you got that sick shot with the rut or whatever. But mm-hmm. I thought for sure there was just like a pretty girl in the in the in the crowd behind me, and you're trying to just get a good shot of her. Yeah, I was like I trying to get you to move <laughs> yeah. over. Like, get, get, out, of, get out of the she's way. Right, she's right behind the American <laughs> Hill Climb banner. If you could just move a little bit, yeah. like that's what I thought was going on. I didn't think you were trying to get a shot of me. So, <laughs> yeah. no, it, I got a sweet shot of you. Oh man, that's awesome. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, th- it's gonna uh, be awesome. Thanks for both of you guys being out there in that weather, man. It was uh, not fun for any of us to be wet and cold, but especially you guys out out the whole time. I could go hide underneath the tents for a while. Yeah, you know, that I, that that wasn't fun. I mean, and it was not that the rain's not that big, but it was just cold for even September race right. there. Like it's never that chilly there. And man, thanks to the fans. That was a dedicated group there. Like they yeah, were they, they stuck it, around they through were, their rain. They were in it. And man, we had a bunch of people uh you know, we were just talking before and I just kinda bummed like we're down we're kinda we we L off the pits there and we're behind the ambulance there and people are trying to come in and look at Logan and, and our all of our pits and talk to us during the race and we're more than happy to yell at him, high five, all that and we got to figure out how to move that freaking ambulance or that stuff there. So we want those fans pumped up as we are. I want to high five them. I had kids coming yeah. over saying, oh, Matt Dogger had his uh, sick uh, 500 there. And the one kid said a prayer. He's like, I, I just want this two stroke to go so fast today. And he he said a <laughs> prayer for Matt down there. And, and I was like, we were into it. And it's like, God, I just wish they'd get the crap out of the way so we could get the crowd right in there. You know, it's, it's an awesome spot. Yeah. Yeah, they could put the ambulance up behind the announcer's trailer there, right by the generator, and it'd be out of the way of everybody. Yeah. Yep. 
Still be I able agree. to get in and out. Yeah, no. Yep. It's like we we want the crowd to have the best experience possible, and hell, just tell whoever parks there you're going to talk to the crowd. I'm more than happy to talk to everybody that walks up. You know. Yeah, I yep. think most most of our riders are more than happy to talk to the crowd. Oh yeah, it made Dogger's day when that kid's doing a prayer. He goes, "I can't believe this kid's over there to give me a prayer." He's like, "I I felt the pressure. I got to go fast now." It's like. <laughs> 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 uh, oh yeah. yeah, I I particularly not a fan of the rain mud races it yeah. does make for some great excitement but from a uh videographer photographer standpoint it kind of blows right and i was not prepared i thought we were gonna you know hold off the for the first round at least and i'm halfway up the hill with no protection and it starts raining and i'm like well i gotta protect the assets and get the shots here so i kind of suffered for a little bit until I saw an opening to run down and grab my poncho and right. Yeah, that was, that was kind of stressful for a little bit, but after a while you just kind of accept and move on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hats off. I think you need to uh, invest in a pair of softball cleats or something when you're up there. You had a little, little fun time getting back down that hill. man. That that stuff gets real slippery. after a while. I thought the hill crew did a really good job getting the bikes off too. Cause man, it's steep up there, and it gets wet, oh. and oh, it's slippery. It's not fun getting them things off. They were doing a good job no. getting those bikes off there. That is not easy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. No. It's not. Well, all right, boys, so let's, uh, we got a guest here in the studio, so let's bring him in talk a little bit about uh, some of his misfortunes that he's had in the last two rounds, just missing the timing lights <laughs> by fractions of an inch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We've all been there. In spectacular form, so let's bring him in. All right. Joel, roll him in, buddy. All right, race fans, next up. Hey, he could have been the Michigan Missile or the People's Champ. We found out for sure this next rider is Rob's Hero. Currently top five in two classes in American Hill Climb. The last two weeks, he has been the fastest dude right up to the lights. The number 79, Caleb Blazin Blade. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back to the Nitro Mud Show, Caleb. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, sir. So, Caleb, we talked, um, well, we talked at White Rose, and we talked this weekend at, at Freemansburg, and we actually did an interview with you, and somehow I uh, I misplaced it. So we figured we better just have you on the show because we're dying to kind of just to get your take on everything that's gone down over the past two weekends, especially White Rose. Um, so can you just kind of like break down the White Rose night, the particular run where you, you bailed off the bike and missed the timing lights and just kind of walk us through that whole experience, like, from your perspective. Uh, before he gets into it, could you hear the crowd? Yeah, most definitely. But Good. yeah, they were nuts. Yeah, they they were loving yeah, they it. They were amped. <laughs> yes. So amped. Yeah, so you know, we were going into it and I was actually in second in points in the premiere. And I knew that if anything was possible, like that I had to go in there, I had to win. I had to win at Freemansburg, like to even ever have a chance at the championship or anything like that. So I had a 
terrible run the first round, you know, got bucked bad with the back tire and stuff, had to get out of the throttle. So second round come around and I knew it was now or never lay it all on the line or just rolled in the trailer pretty much. So yeah, I just kind of let it hang out and went for it and it ended up biting me at the top, but Uh, dude, that's racing, you know, you got to go for it. Yeah. 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 So you went for it. You got bucked. You jumped off the bike midair, flying through the timing lights. They missed your time. I mean, could you hear the crowd at that point, like cheering for you? Like, what was going through your mind? Like, did you think you had a time before Brandon pulled the plug on you? And did you hear the booze afterwards? Yeah. So after I kind of gathered my thoughts and looked around, and you know, Brandon's there, and we're kind of just like what in the hell like that was a little crazy and yeah so I could literally hear the crowd cheering and Rob on the radio and Brandon going back and I knew that I either had just broken the lights or you know just fell short but I wasn't I should say I didn't think I had the winning run or anything like that or you know so hill and i stopped to make sure everything's off you know fuel ignition all that good shit yeah i get on the bike and go to roll down the here and literally all i could hear was booze and it was just so loud <laughs> i've never heard nothing like that it was insane dude. that was that was your fans that was they were amped for you yes. dude that was so cool yeah. like you that place was ready to uh, to lynch cowboy i mean it was he was on a pretty small island up there it was uh it was awesome though just to see how into the crowd they were yeah yeah i definitely yeah, wanted was, to stay yeah. up there and not come down to everybody left yeah. <laughs> so for anyone that's living under a rock at the moment caleb did have the fast time until it was ruled not worthy of a fast time due to not having control of the bike and one hand on the handlebars when he went through the timing lights. So that's why the crowd booed after the official announcement that it wasn't good, you know, and man, the crowd was just so into it and the shoulda, coulda, woulda situation for Caleb Blaine. It just, gosh, darn it, man. We all feel for you because that was such a badass ride and you did what you had to do. Unfortunately, you had to throw it away and, yeah, that was gnarly. That was gnarly. So then, yeah. this weekend, we get a similar situation, right? <laughs> yep, yeah. I had a little better go around the first round this time, though. I knew I had to go in, get my safe run, and then lay it on the line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you did that on this run, and again, uh, this time it wasn't a call that called you. It was the hill that bit you about. 10 feet short of the light where you go upside down and land underneath that R6. Yeah. So let's uh, recap that ride. Let everybody know about man, that man, one, I, what that was to like. To go midnight on one of them things, I mean, damn, that's just got to be terrifying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it definitely wasn't a pleasant sight as I hit the ground and looked, but. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so geez, that one man. too, I knew same deal, like hooked up in the bike yeah. 10 and feet in the air. Above, a... <laughs> you know, White Rose, I knew I had to come through and lay it on the line, 
to win. I mean, you you gotta ride your butt off. These dudes out here are just. I mean, they're top top notch athletes. John's a phenomenal rider. Has so much seat time. Jay, you know, low little too much pepper up at the top jump, and yeah, it it kind of and all of them. They're just you literally gotta hang it out to keep up. So that's what I tried doing and gave her a come over backwards on me, but it is what it is. It was so crazy. Yeah, that hill, like, it was so smooth in spots, but then that top up there, it got some good knuckles right where you kind of wanted to go. And, man, some people were just, like, not not long before that, like, you know, I watched Braden just go right through there and never hit a bump, you know, and same thing with John. And then, you know, just uh, 15 rides later, there's freaking two-foot mounds just, popping out everywhere it's just the hill was changing yeah. so quick it was it was nuts you know yeah there was some gnarly gnarly stuff up at the top definitely you know that last section after the last jump that was it was crazy how rough that stuff was you right. pretty much had to just stay in the throttle and hope you carried the front over it just to not get jerked right. around you know yeah yeah when um when you got there this for this race and you saw the hill and saw how it was prepped were you excited about how it was prepped like honestly myself me i was like a little bummed because i like it when it's just rough as hell like my favorite thing is like when we were there before and only a couple of 450s made over first round that's what i like but i don't have 300 horsepower i don't have that kind of bike i have a bike that's you know (laughs) underpowered and really soft you know but what were your opinions on the hill when you first saw it yeah, you know, I kind of agree with that. Like, just because I come on a bone stock 450 with dirt track suspension, that's not, you know, shouldn't be out there. But it does, when it's rough, it, it adds so much like that when we were there in June that it was a little rougher and stuff like that. But then more technicalities to it and makes the true rider come out, like you said, and not the people with 300 horse. And again, yeah. I've kind of a sissy on the nitro bike so i was glad to see them jumps a little shaved down and able to power that can just twist it and go so i did like oh, for run sure. at him a little more <laughs> caleb did you think so, like yeah. the cons- yeah. the consistency of the obviously after it rained completely different story but like when i was walking it it just seemed like that hill firmed up like when we were there this spring when i was walking the hill like my feet they would like sink in everywhere I went, like maybe a half inch to an inch and a half or whatever. Everywhere I stepped, it was soft. And my first ride on the 450, like I just could not keep it uh, um, just in plane. Like it was just, it was getting too much bite everywhere. And then I should have put a tire on. That's where I screwed up because it was just, my bike's not, whatever. That's my issue. But then on my twin, it was perfect. Like that hill, like it, the tire was perfect. When I, when I landed down, like I'm just gone. There was no leg. I was just like, just driving like crazy. And, um, did you, did you think it was just a firmer dirt or was that just me? I don't know. I, it seemed different that way. No, I, yeah, I definitely think it was a lot more hooked up this time around. I don't know what, what it quite was, but yeah, it it definitely seemed like the traction was there and there wasn't no lack of it right yeah i think a lot of rain prior to this race i think contributed to different soil different yeah. conditions all together right. and then the the very top of the hill 
it like slid. And that very top jump, when I was first there, you could not ride that. If you tried to ride it, you'd never made it because it was such a weird V. You just, you had to jump it at some capacity to get through there. And that's why nobody could ever get over. And like that hill slid down and it was easily rideable now. Like you could just hang a front tire over there and re-hole shot and go if you were in trouble or whatever. And um, it just, it's crazy how these little differences, how they make such a big impact on that hill. You know, I, I just, it's so funny going back and back now. I'm so new out there, but now I've had a few runs at it. It's just, you think you got something figured out? Nope. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> something different, you know, but. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is it still, uh, what? Do you, do you like the Freemansburg Hill? Is it, would it still be high on your list for one of your favorite ones to, to ride in the series? Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it definitely, between that and White Rose, is probably a hard tie. I mean, even more, I like them to break that separates some riders, like White Rose having their check up at the bottom more than Muskegon, even though that's close to home and stuff. I just, anything that adds a little bit of, you have to have your timing right and stuff. Yeah. And here... At Freemansburg, you know, you have to have your timing right. on landing on the power. And, you know, it just has adds a lot more to the show right. and to the racing. Yeah, and I think, like, the other thing when you had said before, and it, it, it does help, and I'm, I'm proof positive of it. Like, on these hills where they smooth them out, having massive power and a bunch of money. But what I also think, though, too, is I remember in my local district races, it used to be the Red Wing Hill Climb when I was growing up, little tiny jumps huge hole shot and it was just a drag strip the whole way and we never had porting or head work or anything done to our bikes they were stock we uh a a built bike was if we could afford a pro circuit pipe that was as built as we ever got you know but um and the peanut tank yeah (laughs) but still (laughs) on a hill like that i would you know and we would have technique on those jumps to keep that tire down and eating. And we would do very well. We might not win. And that's what I saw at Freemansburg. You know, I know like you've said, your your motor is basically stock. I know Braden's has very little in the motor. Obviously, there's suspension stuff and there there's things we do. But these aren't $30,000 450s that we're talking here. And you guys were super competitive. And, I mean, it's still, no matter what they do yeah. to that hill, you you don't need uh thirty grand in your four fifty to top five there like it, that is what I think is it's always going to be a rider's hill yeah, when it's that for... long and there's you're getting that kind of air there you know yeah yeah sure definitely no I I know for a fact that Braden is just an FMF pipe now did he did he just write FMF on it or is it actually did he is it an actual FMF pipe. That okay, I'm not well, sure. Because I, sure. I thought I'm it was, I thought it was completely stock. It might be. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Braden. <laughs> wait, no, wait, wait. This is the Billy Goat. Did he borrow it? Is that a borrowed pipe? Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> borrowed the pipe. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Braden. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Gordy said something to him after his when Braden had the fast time for a little bit there. In the second yeah. round, I believe, and uh, Gordy said something. I think it was telling him he had a good ride or something. And Braden instantly chirped in, "Yeah, that's a bone stock bike with the FNF pipe." Oh, just throwing it out there, just for <laughs> like, those who weren't paying attention, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know. I love how he likes to throw that shit there right. sometimes. But when you got Caleb's right up in there in that 450 points chase, too, with a, a stock 450, like you said, with flat track suspension to boot. Yes, so. And we will get into the points chase here coming up soon here. But, uh, yeah, the points are definitely coming down to the wire going into a Della staircase. It's getting super exciting. Um, but, Caleb, I just wanted to ask you, what is it like going that fast on a nitro bike in the rain? Oh, i don't get how you guys were doing that (laughs) yeah there ain't really words that describe it them chains are just unreal and it it was uh grab a hold of anything and everything and if you got the nuts to twist it on they'll take you where you want to go more or less (laughs) yeah but how was the vision like were you able to see where you were going or were you just like Pointing it straight and hoping for the Well, best. yeah, it was like, well, when they put the leaf blower on me down at the bottom, it, you know, blurred all the droplets to the side and stuff. And after I got about halfway up and actually twisted it to her, it was like that. The raindrops just kind of went to the side and the middle of my goggles stayed clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, <nice>. That's good. <laughs> That's how fast he's going. Uh, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It wasn't uh, too bad. Got to have a Raynex yeah. sponsorship for them goggles on, yeah. on days like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, I was curious to see how the vision was for some of you guys going up because it was raining pretty good there for a while, and I can't imagine trying to hold a line Most while, definitely. like, you're just getting splattered with rain at the same time. It's I mean, it hard. wasn't the rain. It was that I rode really late in Premier, and I was first in the 450. I'm a big fat guy that just sweats like gallons. And I come down, and I, my helmet's just drenched, cause, and I was waiting up at Tamir. And then I get in line, and it's like if I put those goggles on for a second before I go there, like trying to fog up and everything else. And, oh, yep, man. Yep. It, it, I just need to lose Brutal. some weight. That's all I got to do, and I'll be, it'll be okay. Or maybe eat less sausage <laughs> or something. I don't know. It's I'm sweating a lot. I don't know what's going on. I don't know I if that's going to help. I just, it's just gotta go the old school way. Just put safety glasses on a set of goggles. Throw the goggles away. Oh, wear the God. safety I'll glasses. The goggles. Yeah, I, Please don't. Please I, don't. I, I know. I know where levers can go, cowboy. I need them suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I never wore goggles. I always just wear a pair of Walmart sunglasses yeah. under the helmet. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to ride the back window of the car too. But we found out that's not a good thing for my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I'm oh, not yeah, the only yeah. one that did that? Sleep on sleep yeah, on the yeah, back yeah, dash yeah, yeah, on yeah. a oh, long like road the, trip? Me and the cat laying on the back of the window of the car like, going down the freeway. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Ridiculous. Well, now cars don't have a big enough no, dash to no. do that, so on the back. So, Caleb, you know. I mean, uh, next year, are you just uh, are you all in now next year? Are you ready to come back battling and, and just uh, – I, I, are you? Uh, do you have the bug? Are, are, you, are you bought in? For sure, I'm locked in at this point. This this year has just oh yeah, it's been awesome, awesome. Yeah, awesome. this year has been nothing but I can even say to describe it the opportunity I was given, and I just have so much fun with the team I'm on, and I mean I'm living the dream. It it there's no words that I you know all the riders too. Everyone's just so nice, and I I just you don't find the type of interactions that american hill climb has and it doesn't it doesn't hurt when you come and kick everybody's ass too that kind of helps a little bit right when you're when you're throwing down 
Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, you know, I went up and told Rob, and you know, I'm pretty new out there, just a few years. I've been there myself, and I've raced all over, and it's just kind of the same thing. He'll climb just it, it, it invites really good people, I think, for the most part. And I was just telling Rob, like, God dang, like, I started naming names of people that I just met this year, yourself and uh, Ryan Raza. And I, I mean, I, I could just name people in the paddock. And I told Rob, I'm like, I, there's really nobody I don't like. And it's like, that's the fun race to go to when you're just racing your buds. People are swinging. I mean, CJ comes over from Phil's team. Hey, if you need anything, let me know. I'm the, I say the same thing to him. And, and it's just like, we're like, a, I told Rob, like, you feel like you're in a little family, you know? And it's like, when you're in a family, you all want to win, but we're all family, you know? And it's like, ah, it's just, it's a fun thing to be a part of. And, um, man, I just, uh, with all that transpired with uh, White Rose and Rob said at the meeting, just uh, thanks for showing us other riders how you handle that crap, you know? And um, it's, we're all trying hard. We're all working overtime to get there and do stuff, you know, and it's tough to do tough to act like that. So thank you for being the man you were about that whole situation, man. Definitely. Way to way to put out the fires on that, man. Yeah. Uh, and to build off what Joel is saying with you coming back. So is it safe to say you're coming back to ride for Corey Smith and the wizard racing team? Yep, as of now, that's the plan for sure. You know, I'm honestly just now getting comfortable on that R6. and That's awesome. Cool. Very nice. cool. Awesome. Good to hear. Hell yeah. Looking forward to seeing now you're just getting comfortable, man. Looking forward to seeing what you do with Devils. You're comfortable on yeah, that thank bike. You for sure. I think next year is going <laughs> to uh, be a whole other Devils. game, and I'll most definitely be ready for that one. <laughs> Devils is going to be nuts. Like, we're going to have our freaking calculators out after the first round, seeing what the hell's going on, because it's going to be a goings-on. Dude, everybody's you know? going to be laying it in there, because it's just they're going to have to. Just yep. got to lay one in. Yep. The heat, is, the heat on. is on. Yep. Plus, that's the one you want to win. You want to take home that that big check of, you know, you do good in all three classes, you can walk out of over ten grand oh, in your man. pocket, so... That's crazy. Yeah. Heck yeah. Really looking that's forward a, to it. That's a big one. It's always a barn burner, and it's going to be more of a barn burner this year. Like I said, we'll get into the points and discuss that later on and get onto that more in the next episode when we talk preview that race. But it's going to be crazy coming into there in, in two weeks. Yep. I'm just anxious just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably sweating, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. He's sweating. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. He's always sweating. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, oh. That's good. Uh, that's good. You know, you know me too well, Caleb. God damn it! <laughs> but I mean, shoot, they even you continue well, the points leave at after right white rose. I mean, that's so awesome. I I know I personally enjoyed watching you yeah. ride these last couple races. I've actually really uh, been paying attention, and gosh, dude, uh, doing awesome. All I got to say. Thanks, buddy. Uh, equipment makes a difference. Obviously, you know on that R six when you got a freaking bullet between your legs, it sure helps. You know so. Uh, thank yeah. you, buddy. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. But it's not the yeah. points that's making him yeah. sweat. It's the sausage. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's Sausage right. Sausage is a yeah. cheese curd. Let's that be clear. He's not worried. He's not worried about the points. Nope. I just got to figure out getting a helmet sweat down. Eh? Like a, I, I'm going to be the only guy with one of those Milwaukee fans on me on the 450, just just getting my head dry. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie will be like, I, normally that's for fumes, but this guy's just overweight, so we're going to give him the fan. Yeah, keep him cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus, Joel. Uh, so Caleb, you and I were talking a little bit after the race and you being from over there, Michigan and knowing some of these, uh, Michigan flat trackers up there, what's the uh, chances you could bring some of these guys out to American hill climb to at least watch and get the bug bit from them. I know we we're talking about one guy in particular chance to make that phone call yet, but I'm going to be making it real, real soon in the next day. Or- yeah, most definitely. I haven't had the trick to, and see what he'll do I, I mean I've talked to him recently about his contacts on getting team shirts and stuff like that just because he's another one in the industry but yeah I think it'd be pretty dang cool to see Henry on a hill climb bike and like me and you were talking you know he's got that twins ready to go just gotta cool to give him a shout and see what he'd think for sure swap some suspension nice some tires and he's ready yeah. so yeah that'd be Oh, yeah. That would be great. Yeah, definitely. Some other ones, and you said you got definitely are some other coming down to watch that you guys said about with Stevie Smith coming down. Yep, and, hopefully her and JR will make it down. And them guys coming to yep, watch. I talked to them recently and a couple others and hopefully get a bunch of people like that down and help, you know, all they're going to do is help spread the word for our sport and, you know, uh, you know, they have definitely. sponsors watching them and stuff already. Yeah. So all you think she can drag your brother down too? Uh, I don't know. He he seems like a busy man, but yeah, hopefully yeah, that'd be pretty dang cool. I haven't seen Brian in a couple of years since I made it down to that Lima, but yeah, I'll be getting in contact with them guys and riding on the ice this year for sure. Woo, man. Nice. You ice guys, I don't know. Man, that's that's. Yeah, don't you want a break? I mean, just a, a couple a couple weeks off. Oh shoot, no, a couple weeks. This weekend we got <laughs> off. And <then laughs> it ain't really like off, and then you know snow's gonna be right, here right. before we know. <laughs> so, do we even really get that's a break? Like, after? You, yeah. Right? No, yeah. You guys are crazy indoors. No. The ice and man, all summer. I need a freaking break after the summer. I'm freaking ready to. Do something besides uh, race for a few weekends. So hats off to you for just giving her all, all year round. Okay. <laughs> we had a we had. Yeah. Sorry if you were we were distracted there. We had a little issue where Colby's trying to communicate to Brandon, and he's messaging the wrong group message, <laughs> and I'm in that group message. So <laughs> Colby's over there frantically trying to give uh, uh, Morris code and writing cowboy notes and holding up the screen and. Caleb's thinking we're all speaking a, in a separate language here, but Caleb, it's just Colby's not a technically advanced guy, and he was messaging the wrong, the wrong group. Oh, not at all. Sorry, not sorry for all. the distraction wow. there, Caleb. Was, <laughs> all good. That was ridiculous. But I, but I, but I win because I got to roast Colby over it, so that worked. That, yeah, that worked good. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for catching that. I would have kept messaging that thing, yeah. like Brandon. What are you doing? Uh, I wonder what was going on here. Why they you, all blend why in. You so wrote on the, the ice, 
Caleb, I know we talked before, but is it the same 450? Do you just change up your your suspension and stuff, or you got different bikes for the ice? No, that yeah, that's a ice bike. Like I run the same suspension and everything. That's why it's lowered down, is because when we first bought it, it was a practice ice bike more or less. But yeah, like just I mean, you can run your motocross suspension or anything like that. The one major thing that I recommend is people make like homemade fenders with some brackets and stuff, you know, like you take an old front fender off your bike and put it on two brackets to cover the tire so that if you go down or get into someone, it's not going to rip you up. Take your extensions off. You're good to go. But other than that, yeah, there ain't much to it. Just changing tires and that's about it. Is it hard? Like, do you have to heat them up? Like, is it hard getting them going once you get there? I mean, are they, is it, do you have like enclosed trailer with heat or is there, is there a trick to it? No, not really. With the new 10 450, that was an X Pro AFT bike. And that one, I mean, I mean, back when everything was carb, yeah, it was a pain in the butt. But now with the fuel injection, they're pretty good. I mean, I have a 20, it can be a cold blooded thing, but. Most of the time, it's good. Yeah, right. like you said, though, you do have to put them in a heated trailer at times to fire up. I mean, sure. we've yeah. done like nationals then, before, and it's negative ten degrees with wind chill and not fun. Right. Do you even yeah. run an air cleaner on them, or do you just run like a net then when you're on the ice, or what do you guys run? Just standard, just whatever you know you typically would run i always just run the k&n's and stuff like that but different air boxes on my bikes and stuff but i've just heard like some of the snow bikes and stuff like that where they just run like a net and i just think like man you get that really cold air and a lot of it like they they can probably really run i mean the opportunity is there for them to really go you know it just it's all uh i'm just interested by it because i've never really dabbled in it at all Oh, yeah, they definitely run very responsive. Even though it is so frigid cold, they love that cold weather. And then with the ice tires, you know, there's no lack of traction with, with them. So it, it's a blast. Right. Right. No, that's cool. Well, awesome. Well, I'll, I'll be the guy out uh, drinking beer with the tip-ups out watching you go around. That's that's me. I'm, I'm over there fishing. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I was going to say, Joe's going to have a hole cut in the ice ice fishing while you're racing around. <laughs> I need a break from ordering shit from Dennis Kirk. I mean, God dang, it's hard all summer. I just got a standard order in there every week. It's like I need a break for a few months to save up. Blue <laughs> yep. cans and bluegills. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Caleb, uh, I hadn't oh. seen the damn thing. and I, I don't know how long they've had it, but did you see – Kester's pit bike with that damn fender and that little chain wheel. Something. I mean, it doesn't look like a 110, I don't believe, but it's obviously bigger than a 50. But yes. yeah, I mean, what is that thing? Like an XR70 or, or something? Yeah, I mean, who, who, which one of them had enough time to just sit down and actually put a couple hours it, in? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I was saying. I'm like, if that's not the ultimate time flex, like, I have so much time. I'm going to build this little fender, this swing arm, this chain wheel, and I'm so jealous because that thing is so sick. I mean, it's so freaking cool. I just, I loved it. I was like, and then that thing, 
it's parked right out front. That's the first bike you see in their pits. I loved it. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It is. That thing's cool. I think we should let the winner of the 50 class at Devil's Staircase <laughs> run that up the hill. <laughs> now we're talking. That would, that would be something. That would be yeah. awesome. Uh, that's, that's great. That's great. <laughs> oh, man. Well, boys, should we let Caleb get back to working on his ice bikes? And uh, he probably he's probably got bikes in the garage he needs to get That's... after here. Yeah. Yep. Let's let Caleb go and get ready for the. He's got two weeks to prepare for Devil Staircase. Get everything all sorted out. Everything good to go. Probably got to go work on his boats. What he's going to go do when he gets <laughs> yeah. off of here? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to get it ready. Get it out one more time. Get that thing ready for the lake. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. All right, Kel. Thanks for coming on the show, bud. Sorry for the hard luck the last two weeks, but you got one more week to, to layer down and get that get that win. And I can see it. Devil oh, Staircase is your hill, man. Yep. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it, buddy. Best luck, Caleb, and thanks, dude. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. All right. Later, bud. Ah, that was fun. God dang it. That Heck was awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Caleb, for awesome. coming on. That oh, was. Dang. That was great. Yeah. I don't uh, know that. Just going. Yeah, such, I a, such a just cool a nice cat, man. And God, just enthusiasm. I mean, I, I just, right away, when I, the first time I met him was talking to him on the return trail at Freemansburg when he smoked me. And, uh, I mean, obviously it was, it was one of the most exciting side-by-side races I've ever been a part of, but we were both just woo screaming and oh, I'm like, go get him, bud. Oh yeah. Thanks. Good job. And we were just like both just all amped up going down and God, who doesn't want to race with people like that? You know, it's so dang fun. Just that yeah. guy is just positive. And you know what he is? He's freaking talented. God, is that guy talented? You watch his bike skills and how yep. he works that bike and, you know, I wanted to point that out there when he's on there. It's like, you know, he even said, oh, don't have all that money in that motor, but he's right there. You know, it's like, man, he is right up there. Braden's right up there. There's people. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, it's great to have that motor, but you, you don't have to have it to be super competitive, you know, and um, uh, they're, they're proof of yep. it. So it's really cool, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely, definitely hills around the circuit that you – don't need all motor and Freemansburg is one of them because anything yeah, can happen. Obviously we've seen gas really bikes matter. win. Braden, Braden won Freemansburg on a gas bike. You know, I mean, it's, that's a hill where no matter what condition it's in, you just got to miss the bumps and get knock the air out of the jumps. And, uh, and you're right there, you know? So it, it, it's, uh, but it don't. It never hurts to have the fastest bike. That's just racing. I mean, you're never you're never gonna get away with it if, <laughs> yeah, if you got the right. if you got the fastest bike, you yeah. got an advantage, and racing's advantages, you know. So, but yeah. Speaking of Braden's gas bike, that sucker's got a big old hole in the motor now. Oh, man, I feel, I I'm so bummed. That poor guy can't dang catch it, a break man. with that dang uh, thing. But he says it ain't, ain't ain't no sweat. Uh, He'll be back. Let's say. I mean, it's it's yeah, at a spot he can weld that sucker up and be good to go. Well, he's got like four or five of those motors sitting at home now, so I'm sure he can Frankenstein something together for Devil's Staircase. <laughs> Man, I just the guy probably needs a freaking week where he can just you know have have some night watching TV or eat supper before midnight or something. I mean, damn! I mean, he just goes. Oh, all Jane the time. having that. <laughs> 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 uh.
Uh, doesn't he have a Harley too, Colby? Uh, he probably yeah, wants to ride yeah, that right now. Does. Then I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think Jay probably went and slashed the tires on it and cut his cable cord on his TV. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, it just it it sucks so bad having that bad luck, and you know, we even saw it like with the the Meads. We're just having just dumb bad luck mechanically, and it just you know Meads and Braden, wonderful mechanics, keep their equipment top-notch always going through it never neglected and sometimes shit just happens and it's so frustrating just don't be frustrated it, it happens you'll get through it you'll come back and, and life will get back to somewhat normal so Braden, i just i'm bummed for mm-hmm. you dude and i hope that uh everything patches up and you can keep moving oh, yeah. on you know yeah he'll get it he's got time to get her back together and and get all jay stuff running for him so yeah <laughs> yeah uh I, I'm sorry, guys. I, I didn't get a bunch of interviews. I, I only got interviews actually the day before the race and the morning of. The race was so intense. I had no time during the race to to get any. And I know it's terrible, but my first goal is to race when I'm there. My second is to <laughs> oh, get that's interviews. Terrible. That's terrible. Soon... That's not that so terrible of you to think about why <laughs> you're there. Soon that will change. <laughs> I wish you would just soon get that your will priorities change, straight, man. <laughs> I'm, I know. I it's not like you're in a points you battle or anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> not like I'm trying to have the best yeah. rides of my life or anything like that. So. Get real. Yeah. But should we listen to a couple sure. now or do you guys want no, to wait? Let's, let's go through the news now before we go to the commercial I, break. I'm pretty pumped. Um, uh, a guy that helped start this podcast with you, Cowboy, Sean Van Assen, came up and we've got to know each other from going to Freemansburg and he's a club member there. Love that guy. And I told him like, you know, I, I knew his voice before I knew his face from listening to you guys. And, um, I'm like, but we got to talk. So, uh, we got Sean, a little interview here and, uh, just seeing what's a uh, little temp check with Sean. See what, what he's up. Cool. So here we go. Sean Van Assen. All right, Nitro fans. Oh man, I'm pumped here. I'm, I'm at uh, Freemansburg. We're out in the pits. And I, I knew this guy's voice before I knew his face. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Van Assen. How's it going today? It's going great. How are you doing? Dude, I'm I'm living my best life. I'm here. We're looking at just a monster of a hill here. Sean is a member of the Bushkill Valley MC. Dude, how proud are you to have be a member of this club and part of this hill climb? Super proud. Super pumped to be here and watch you guys race. Um, it is a monster. We've done some work to her. Uh, last week, we brought in an excavator and did some work trying to make it safer nice. and more enjoyable for the riders and the fans. Nice. Now, I know you're a former rider, yep. and we were just talking. You're just a damn kid. You're only 36 years old. So do you think there's a chance maybe we see you back on this hill someday? There's a chance. Woo! Uh, a yeah. Chance. I love that. Well, here, I'm an old guy. Look, at, I'm still having fun. You can come <laughs> back. So hopefully we see you soon, Sean. I hope to be back soon. Well, hey, dude, as I was a listener, and now I get to be part of this podcast, just thank you for all your time and energy to get this up and going. You and Cowboy, it's so fun every week for us to be part of it. So thanks for all your energy, and hope to have you back. No problem. Thanks, you. Yeah. Thank you guys for everything you've done. The podcast is really rocking. Awesome. Awesome. So, well, thanks. High five. High five. Woo! Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Sean Sean was my my original co-host back when we started this thing in season one. The Mad Piper himself. So Yeah, the Mad Piper. The Mad Piper. That's right. I and like he it. had some, you oh, know, some things come on in life. Colby came aboard. We brought Joe on board. Uh, it's da- downhill since then. Yep. It's just been so downhill. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What's Joe must be tired? He looks like he's mixing up some uh 
Hydro. Oh, I'm set. I'm setting my set my phone yeah. up so you I don't have to hold it. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know I, uh, Colby's going to critique me if I don't have the phone the right <laughs> yeah, distance right. from the microphone here. So I'm trying to <laughs> trying to make sure that everybody's happy here. I'm trying not to ruffle any feathers. Thank you. Know? you. Uh, but yeah, thanks to Sean. He was up. What do they call that cowboy? The little viewing tower they I got. I think up you said there? they called yeah. like Club Med or something up there. That that yeah, little, Club Med. That little platform. Yeah, I, I felt so. Yeah, I felt so thrilled. Even my cheering section up there, Bud was cheering me on, and uh, man, it was really fun. The people on the hill there are just the yeah. best. I I had the I had a one chance. I like to try to do it more, but just the way my runs ran and the one four fifty ran, I quick and I like to r- look at all the jumps and. Went and talked to the members on the hill, and you know, hey, thanks for being up here. And and uh, the guys at the first jump, there was just two of them down there, and they're like, "Oh, we're sorry for the uh, if there's any hang up." I'm like, "Dude, you guys are doing great. You know, don't worry about it." I'm like, "We're professional riders. We're gonna be able to handle our bikes for the most part. We just like a little assistance sometimes. Some of us don't need anything. Just thanks for being here in case there's a bike on top of us or what." And I was like, "There's people all over this hill. You know, no worries, bud." And and uh, oh, they're just the nicest people and. Talked to a few guys that had been there 30 years, you know, and wow. just all that history. It's just so fun, just the history and all the smiles. I mean, it just, it's just uh, it's just fun to be a part of it. It know? is. Mm-hmm. And hill workers, just, they don't get the credit for what they got to do, pulling these bikes off the hill with the riders injured or unable to get it down themselves. It's right. so much work getting one of these bikes down, especially mm-hmm. that I, last know, jump. It's so damn steep. Here's what I'm thinking. I think we need to amp it up a little bit. You know, like... When I was a kid, there wasn't a sober damn hill worker on the hill. <laughs> they were all blasted. And they were awesome. They didn't, you know, grab a hot pipe. They don't care. They ain't going to feel that today. They're not going to worry about that, you know. But, I mean, there all these people, they're up there drinking, you know, Pacific Sun coolers. And, they're, I mean, let's get a party going there. I think we need a couple extra coolers on each jump. Get this party going, you know. <laughs> yeah. What about a hill crew guy running across the hill every now and then? Get Rob fired up at the bottom. Oh. You know? Let's sauce it up. We a don't bit. need any more to get Rob fired up at the bottom. <laughs> Rob's up to, he, he's up tight enough during the race day. We don't need to give the man a heart yeah. attack now, Joel. I think Joel. that idea is counterproductive. <laughs> yeah, this is that lack of sleep, bad idea thing I got going on here. I gotta. I need I need more sleep and less coffee. Right oh, now. Sorry. Not, nothing wrong with that. So, who, who else did you manage to get an interview with, Joel? Uh, this is cool. I, I I had to go find the guy because I never actually got to meet him. But we just talked about him, the owner of Wizard Racing, Corey Smith. And I went up, found him, told him who we were. He's a listener, guys. He listens all the time. Sweet. He loves the podcast and was really excited to be on. And I just wanted to go find the man behind these Kyle and Caleb and these fast dudes. So we got a little time with Corey Smith. All right. All right, Nitro fans. Oh, man, I'm over here, and I'm looking at some sick bikes. I'm looking at a fast dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Corey Smith. Corey, how's it going today? It's going great. Dude, uh, I'm looking here, and um, your team is kind of just hitting home runs left and right this year. How how pumped are you about your team? Oh, I am super pumped. Uh, last week when we were at White Rose, Caleb Blaine laid down a heater at the end of the day. Yeah. There's only only a couple guys left to go, and uh, unfortunately, we didn't hold the bike through the lights, and, you know, so it was disallowed time, but, man, we were right there, so <laughs> feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, you got to love that Caleb's finding that speed, though. I mean, damn, that top was tough. It had that huckabuck on there, and sometimes you got to go for self-preservation. But 
I mean, we were just talking, you've rode for a number of years, and I can't imagine what it's like to have two guys just swinging so hard all year, but what's funner for you? Is it funner being the team owner and, and manager? Is it funner riding, or what do you like? Well, I'll tell you, it was it's fun being both. Yeah? And I will t- I will tell you this, when I first got into it, uh, Matt Lou and I, Luna and I uh, built some bottle bikes together and uh, okay. raced some years, and uh, those bikes were a lot of fun. They were very fast, and... Uh, you know, we were just getting the R&D on those bikes where they were working really good, and I think he sold them. Uh, you know, I crashed real bad and broke my back in New oh, Hampshire. Oh, and so, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, guys. so uh, that was kind of a career ender for me. You know, I still ride some, but, you know, okay. that was that was the end for me. Okay. So, you know, it turns out, I, you know, over the years I've learned a lot about, you know, you know, setup and tuning and things like that. And then I started getting into these nitro bikes, and we started to uh, – you know, educate ourselves. Basically, yeah. I would I would call guys like Gordy Kester, and uh, you know, there's a wealth of knowledge around. You know, you got the uh, you know Craig DeHart. We would call yeah. him from time to time, and uh, it, actually, almost, it almost feels like it's a nitro family, isn't it? Because oh, I is, mean, it it's is. like an illness. Like once you get going, like oh, you're all yeah. in this oh, together, aren't Austin you? Austin Tyler was just over here, and we were gagging about all the stuff <laughs> he's got out west, and we want to make a trip out there and maybe hit a ride with him. But uh, uh, but yeah, Brayden Henry came over earlier. We had a problem, just you know, just like you were saying, we had a problem with the. Uh, r1 and uh with no compression you know we've we've been doing a lot of work on the bikes and uh he says yeah you know we had that problem with ours you know dig around in them uh dig around them cams and see if you can find out where you might have some shims you know pop free underneath the cap so sure enough i took the top end apart and i'll be damned he was right on the mark oh man how cool is that well shout out to the billy goat helping people out we love that but dude i just had to come over and say hi and you know thanks for giving the opportunity to these guys dude i mean you picked two huge fast guys and it's so cool so good for our sport thank you for having this team putting these guys on bikes absolutely hey high five five. all right dude let's go fast today fuck yeah dude fuck yeah Hell yeah. That's awesome. Don't, don't just love what when someone cool talks about when someone else they're talking about and they try to match that accent like he tried to tried to get that <laughs> yeah. Minnesota accent when he was talking about Billy Goat. <laughs> right. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no. And, man, uh, uh, Corey, great to meet you. And, uh, man, you could just instantly see the passion for racing in the guy. And we all have it. And it's like – uh, we'd never met before that moment, but after we talked for just a few minutes, we shared the same passion and had the same feelings. And it's just cool. Like, uh, I just can't say enough for him to give that opportunity to those guys. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Those bikes are expensive. They, it's not just money, it's time. And time is the most valuable thing any person has. It's a lot of time that goes into them. And, um, they've been very good on them all year. And it goes both ways. It's not easy for the guys to, to ride them. It's not everybody can do it, and it's not easy to make them run. You know, so it's been great to see that they've been getting them running and working, and and it's just been fun to watch and made our sport just better by having them be a part of it. So it's it's really cool. So thanks, guys. Yeah. Wizard Racing, look out! They're uh, they're here to stay. That's they're right. The and they prowl. didn't they didn't have an easy go of it either. They didn't exactly buy turnkey ready nitro bikes when they bought those. So. Right, right. They had to put them all back together and fix all the all the holes in them and stuff. So they got them they got them tuned up good and ready to go. And I think next year they're going to be even pushing closer. And racing going to be so much better next year. So many fast guys. Oh God, yeah, it's just fun. All the nitro bikes is so yeah. freaking cool. There's just so many of them, and they're all fast, and they're all. They all have a chance, you know. It's just really cool to see it. Yeah. Yeah. The scary thing is, uh, you know, Caleb and Kyle both are just getting their feet wet, you know, and they're already doing this well. Just wait until yeah. they they're experienced and confident. Yeah. It's gonna be 
be another ball game. It's going to yeah, make I mean, it tight. Poor freaking Ryan has that heater of a run and then has a, I think he, if he broke his wrist or what, and now he's not riding and it's like, dang, it's like, what's going to happen with that guy? I mean, what, yeah. that was a lightning strike right out of the bottle. Yeah. I mean, holy mackerel. Yeah, I don't know what he did you know, to his wrist. I didn't ask. Um, I don't think it's broken. I would assume it's probably something sprained or something. Um, but he did yeah. say he look he's looking forward to riding Devil's Staircase. So, oh wow, so he awesome. thinks he'll be able to ride Devils. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Yep, very cool. That's what Good. he's saying. But you I know, he, he replaces ride though with his brother, who was yeah, and just, just as fast, I think, on that yeah. bike. He was good. Uh, you could definitely tell. Um, not not saying anything. Just he's very had a very moto background and just. He was doing so good landing with both wheels, but in hill climb, you just got to hammer that back wheel yep. into the hill so hard, and um, that just takes a couple runs to get down, mm-hmm. and he'll get it. You could definitely see the guy has bike oh, yeah, skills, he knows and how to obviously, ride. Yeah. he knows when, how to ride very well. So, And that's really uh, not the pill you want for your first time on a nitro bike either with the, <laughs> the <laughs> right. just the unpredictableness of Freemansburg. That's not the place you want to be for your right. first time on it. Unless you're like the throat smasher or something where you're yeah, just going well, to break hearts no matter what. I mean, know? Jeff just didn't care. And Thomas was just, he was going to go in the ambulance or go and <laughs> drink the champagne. So, <laughs> right. Wreckers right. or checkers for Mr. Thomas. So, <laughs> yeah. every did ride. Anybody, speaking of him, did anybody hear how his race went? Not I did not. I did not check. I haven't been on Facebook much today to look to see how it went, but. Has anybody heard? Did Jamie make it back? Is he still in the woods somewhere? No, I think did Jamie's he... still. I think they hung him, strung him up in the woods down there in Brown County somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yikes! I mean, I that's a that's a rough crowd. I mean, you know, Jamie. He, yeah. He's not. You know, let's hope he's let's hope he's all right. I haven't heard nothing from him. No, he, he's probably still recovering. He had some meat, so he's 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 hiding out before he goes home. He's got to get that meat out of his oh, system. Don't. Don't say that to Nancy. That'll break her heart. He didn't have no meat. No. He, no way. He, had, uh, he would never do that to her. Nope. Uh, well, boys, I got one more interview, and this is a first. My first ever double interview. I interview. Oh. I interviewed two people at once, and I didn't really tell them what my idea was, but let's just call it Kayak Gate. <laughs> I brought it up. <laughs> so here we yes. go. The one and only Jay Salstrom and the Billy Goat. All right, Nitro fans, we're breaking new ground here. This is a new one. We're going big here. Uh, we're going to do our first double interview. So ladies and gentlemen, Jay Salstrom and the Billy Goat. Boys, how's it going? Not too bad, Joel. Not too bad. How about yourself? You know what? Living my best life, I'm here. And I mean, I've had so many people come up to me and ask, Braden, how was the kayak ride? Well, it wasn't too bad. Actually, personally, it was probably better than where Jay and Kobe were sitting. <laughs> that seat in that kayak was pretty damn comfy. The only thing was my eardrums were kind of humming after the ride. It was pretty loud back there. <laughs> Did your arms get tired paddling? Uh, no, they were not really. You know, I had a good foot rest, and I just laid back and, you know, took a little nap. That's awesome, man. Well, dude, uh, I was laughing so hard. It was so fun. Thanks for sharing those stories with us. But, uh Jay, how is everything looking? You guys running good this weekend? Everything on, fi- on on point to go? Yeah, absolutely. You know, last weekend was good for us, and everything ran really good, and so we're just fine tweaks to this hill in Freemansburg. So looking forward to getting after it. The hill looks really, really good. We do got some weather coming in, so that's in the back of our mind. we got to put some rides down the first run, and, uh, 
you know, hopefully it all works out. I'm excited, and I just want to let these bikes eat. I like it, and have you know this this won't air till after it. So, have you already picked out that line way to the right, where after everybody struggles on the left, you come down and beat us by a second? That line is always there, but that's that's the worst case scenario line when everything everything goes to shit, and then we have to just put the hammer down and just go through the rough stuff and and try to make something work. So you have a reputation. Yeah, yeah. So I like to play to the left side where it's easier where everyone goes, right. but sometimes we got to go some other places. I like it. And uh, Braden, are we Billy Goat in anything this weekend? Um, actually, no. I have two bikes that are running of my own. Woo! Now, hopefully, you know, we'll keep them together and. Make two fast rides this weekend. That's what I'm looking for. The Billy Goat is going to Billy Goat himself, I guess, then. So let's go. Well, boys, a double high five here. Let's <laughs> go. Heck yeah. Awesome, guys. Braden and Jay, dude, thank you guys so much. I, I, I was having a damn blast. And uh, word on the street is <clears throat> Billy Goat's looking at making stickers. And I oh. would like to right now publicly... I want I want like ten of them because I, I need some Billy Goat stickers. If he's gonna get some Billy Goat stickers, I need some. I don't need one. I need some because yes. I got I got places for a sticker like <laughs> yes. that, and I want to promote the Billy Goat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah I do I just, it. I, I'll take some too. <laughs> that's a great idea, Billy Goat. Promote, promote, promote. That's right. But I'm super proud of both those guys after this weekend. Braden rode the yeah. wheels off that 450, man. He was hooking up and just ripping. Had the fast time going for a little bit in the 450 class and um, didn't last long, but damn, he was riding good and he needed to. I think the pressure was off him just a little bit after White Rose and just rode like he knew how and did really well. And Jay finally got a win in that premier class. He's back where he belongs up there on the top step and congrats to him on that. I didn't see the winning run. Did he do that crap where he, him and Phil always go way to the right yep. and just blast one up? Is that what he did? Sure did. Look at that. Yeah. How proud are you guys of me? That was a day before <laughs> and I called the shot. Yeah, and that was on the first run. Was, oh, yeah. he went way right, right, right away? Yeah. yeah. Okay, went, all right. Yeah, nice. and, and Phil went way right, right right away. Both his rides, he went way, way right. Yep. Okay. Yep. And all speaking right. of that, I've never seen – what happened to Phil in his first ride? I've never seen that happen to man. The way it went down, I've never seen it happen with any hill climber. He must have sucked a rock up into the drive chain. It broke the drive chain in two places, busted the sprocket in half. Wow! What? Yeah the the rear sprocket. The rear sprocket just busted the rear busted sprocket. Busted in half. Busted in half. You know, man. I was wondering about that because I was standing up there and I seen the hill guys. You know, I didn't see the chain on the bike when he was rolling it off, and I was like, what the heck? And then I see one of the hill workers grab a hunk of chain off the hill, and it wasn't very long. Yeah, he so only found I half the wondering. chain. Huh. <laughs> so half his chain's still on that hill somewhere. Wow. Oh, or sucked in there somewhere. Yeah, well, he, is, he looked for a, that, so it definitely wasn't up in there. But okay. Is the motor okay? Yeah, motor's okay. Yeah. He ran the... Ran the same bike, didn't have to pull back up out of there. They just put a new sprocket on it and a new chain. And wow, wow, man, that's weird. Off he went, and he had a burner going to second ride too, and oh, just got yeah. kicked sideways on that last jump. Yeah, yeah. God, he's so strong that he was getting bucked on that second ride too, and was just yeah muscling it back. I mean, he feels strong. I mean that that is not easy to to right those bikes when they kick like that. That was pretty impressive. 
And I think a lot of yeah. that is that when in doubt, throttle out. Phil just leaves it pegged when he gets <laughs> yeah. that way. Yeah. But, but yeah, you still need to be on the bike after it throttles out. That's the yeah. hard thing, yeah. cowboy. Yeah, that, that is. Hang on. <laughs> he, he's still taking that advice that we both got when we first started riding for my dad. As long as you can't see the rear wheel out of the corner of your eye, leave it pinned. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's good advice. But also, <laughs> when you look at his bike, obviously it's a lot different than everybody else's, and that thing is purposely built exactly for his posture, his his height, his style. I mean, it yeah. is one hundred percent built around him. So, I think that has something to do with it as well. It's just the perfect combination for mm -hmm. him, and he makes it work. Yeah. And there's yeah. just no, no, there's no. Uh, substitute for experience you know As, yeah. and he's just got so much experience i mean it's it's sick how many how many runs he's had on a freaking hill climb yeah. bike you know and now you're not you know it's like damn tom brady in football there's no more guessing and after a while you know you just know what you gotta do you just gotta do it yeah, yeah. well i mean hell right. phil's been running the american hill climb series longer than some of the guys he's racing yes have been alive yeah, and yeah. unlike most people that run forever, he's been winning the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of people that just do it, but not at the level that Phil's done it, you know? Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, yeah. Look, he's in the top three in points again 24 years after he started racing. So it's, it's awesome. Like, and he's he's right there. Right. That's so awesome. Oh, it's incredible. Great. Yeah. So, boys, let's uh hear from some sponsors and then come right back in and talk some points. And then I believe we got a surprise guest coming in the Ooh. lobby afterwards. Oh, so no. I got to do an impromptu. You got to do an impromptu interview for the surprise guest holding on for the fans. Yeah. You guys are really putting it on them. You pressure on me. Now. We're not even going to tell you who it is. You just got to nope. guess the You're just going to have to guess. Perfect. Okay. I got, I got a blank one here. I'll just do that. All right. All right. Perfect. Just do it. It might have been. I don't know if it's for a male or female rider. We'll just go with it. Just Let's go with do it. it. I love it. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be right back after these sponsors. The JS5 extensions are strong enough for any racer on any bike. With their custom snail adjusters and sliding one-piece chain guide, making changes is now a breeze. Even though these are the best looking extensions in the industry, JS5 also gives you the option of engraving your number or logo on the side of each extension at no additional charge. Trusted by champions and built by a champion. Hey Nitro and Mud fans, my name is Jay Salstrom and I approve this message. What's up, Nitro and Mud fans? Professional hill climber and owner of Lace Bell Co., Joseph Allnett here. Are you tired of wearing your average, bulky, and uncomfortable belt? If so, today is the day to make the switch to a Lace Belt. Tested and worn daily by action sports athletes across the United States, the Lace Belt is the most versatile, simple, and effective shoelace belt on the market. Offered in over 30 different colorways, you'll be sure to add a personal touch of style to any daily fit you wear. On top of our lace belts, we also offer a large selection of high-quality clothing options designed and tested by top action sports athletes. For Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering you 15% off your order using the promo code NITRO on lacedbelt.com. Again, that is the code NITRO for 15% off your order on lacedbelt.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on our social media at lacedbelt.co to stay up to date with our athletes and new product offerings. If you're looking for entirely unique, made-to-order, one-of-a-kind graphics for your dirt bike, snowmobile, or rocket ship, look no further than Black Diamond MX. 
Have you ever heard, if you look good, you ride good? Well, here at Black Diamond MX, that's our motto, and we are the one-stop shop for all your look-good needs. From apparel, moto graphics, or jersey prints, we've got you covered. And for Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering 15% off your order at BlackDiamondMX.com using discount code NitroMud15 when you check out. That's NitroMud15 for 15% off at BlackDiamondMX.com. Look good, ride good. Hey race fans, the old 31 here to talk to you about where you're going to buy your gear in 2022. I'm sure you're like me and you love high quality and awesome service. I got the spot for you. Rutted Racing. They support hill climb. They support hill climb riders. They support one of the fastest riders in our sport, Logan Sapala. This company rides dirt bikes and has the same passion we do. A lot of their gear items are hand-sewn and they put so much love and care into their items, they are dang near custom fit. Here at Nitro and Mud, we're so stoked to have them as our title sponsor. They're offering a promo code for 20% off, Nitro20, at their website, ruddedracing.com. Again, that's Nitro20 for 20% off at ruddedracing.com. Hey everyone, it's Garrett, founder of HydroPower. So the demands for endurance athletes are quite high. By testing many other products, I came short for an answer that checks all the boxes. We need something that hydrates us efficiently and energizes throughout intense training and racing. That is where I consulted with Eleni Jorgensen, the professional cross-country mountain biker, registered dietitian, and sports nutritionist to help formulate HydroPower. Using the latest in sports nutrition research, as well as our combined expertise in endurance training, we came up with HydroPower. HydroPower is now the premier endurance supplement on the market. The optimum amount of carbs, sugars, electrolytes, and vitamins to fuel and hydrate to perform your best. Our goal is to give the athletes access to industry-leading formulas to push them further and to get a leg up against competition. We have a special discount for you listening to Nitro Mud. Go to drinkhydropower.com and use code NITRO15 for 15% off everything on our store. All right. Damn, love them sponsors every week. On it. Oh, man. Oh, Oh. and hey, I just want to say, like, I'm getting kind of addicted to this attention of this podium stuff or whatever and having American Hill Climb do videos of me. Did anybody else catch my logo placement for Rutted Racing and Mueller Motorsports on the videos, on the podium? I got my label pointed out on my coffee cup with the Rutted sticker while I'm talking. On the podium, I got my Mueller Motorsports covering up my Yingling. I'm all letting them know. We're fast and we're cool, you know. Like I, yeah. what what else does Mueller Motorsports need than me with that label up there, you know? I mean, that's right. I'm learning. I'm learning, guys. This is Getting awesome. It figured out, dude. I like it. I know. I, like I know. It. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk was kind of embarrassed, but you know, it's, he wanted Keystone, but I said that we got Yingling, bud. That's that's what's gonna happen. You know? Yingling's so. way better than Keystone. Come on, you oh, can't come to uh, Pennsylvania uh, and drink Keystone ice. Come on. <laughs> You, you just <laughs> gotta know Kirk. You just gotta know Kirk. Yingling's there. Oh. <laughs> Yingling is a solid win, though. I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yingling yeah. is the best beer in PA, especially after fu- a long day of racing in the rain. Yeah. Yes, oh. and it's fun to say Yingling. I mean, yeah. I just like saying it. It's awesome. Yeah, it kind of sounds like a two-stroke. <laughs> Yingling, ling, 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 ling. Yeah, know, yeah, it does. It I'm does. Yeah, and I don't even drink Yingling anymore. I drink the old, good old fashioned champagne of beers at Miller High. Yeah, that's 
That's Minnesota champagne right yeah. there. Someone's got to do it. I'm on number three for the show tonight, boys. So. Oh, congratulations. Oh, catch up, cowboy. Yeah. Catch up. Yeah. <laughs> I got to drink more beer to lick than liquor, so. You know, I I think uh, when we get to uh, like uh, our fiftieth episode, we're all gonna have to shotgun one to start it. Yeah, I've clearly had enough. Be. I've been messaging <laughs> Team AA all night trying to get through to Brandon. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Alligator Arms is getting all the show info. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. But hey, speaking oh, of the sponsors, though, you need to get a hold of them people over rutted. I saw your uh, pants were getting a little tattered there, and you're. Well, twins class points leader going to the last yeah. round. You're going to need some freshies for that race. Buddy. I, I got a, I got a fresh set right here. I'm waiting for devils to break it out. It's in the box. It's the flying Swede. I've been waiting all year. I oh. thought the best place to bring it. And I want to send it over to Nick and see if I can get it printed quick, but I don't know if I have time. I got to call him tomorrow and see. Boy, that's pushing it, Joel. I know, but sometimes yeah. it's best just to just to you know ask for forgiveness. I was thinking about just mailing it with the yeah. fifty in there and see if it, if it comes back or not. <laughs> I want to make it a hundo. Yeah, well, we don't got that budget, Colbs. <laughs> I'm know? just saying. I'm just maybe saying. a Yingling and a fifty. You yeah, that, that might work. That, that might, might do it. Might, might yeah, work. a couple of ying, couple of Yinglings and a fifty. That might work. Yeah. Nick's got a yeah. little baby. He's he probably needs a couple of beers. Another cool thing about Nick. Um, he's actually creating the number one plates and the, the, the trophies for the 50 class for devil staircase. So sweet. sweet. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. The year end, Very cool. the year end, uh, plaques for, for all classes, I should say for American Hill climb. Cool. Great. Rob's great. got him on the job. So that's pretty wow. cool. So, you know, they're going to be sick. Yeah, I've seen some preliminary, uh, graphic designs for everything and I approve great good. oh wow i like that my two favorite yeah. design guys are, are approving so that's good we're approving over here mint improving and approving mint, mint, mint. yep so hey guys we had that uh surprise guest show in tonight so joel let's see with your fans can guess it from your introduction <laughs> and then let's roll him in off the all game, right joel. all right race fans next up keep this dude away from your wife he will sell you a new house just for the hell of it. This guy has brand identity issues with his twin. Fans, I'm just telling you, fans, get ready. This dude knows how to go fast at our Super Bowl. He's the number two, Jay Solstrom. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Dude, yeah. You nailed, you nailed it. Like to a T, you yeah. got it. Perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, oh, I think everybody got it the KT Yamaha. The KT Yamaha. I got to give you heck. I got to give you heck on it. Yeah. You got to uh, put that on the bio, Jay, the KT Yamaha. <laughs> yeah. You know, every time I sign up, I think, oh, God, what should I put here? Because I always ask for the, the make and model, and I just go back and forth. <laughs> and Joel, what's so stupid is I think about you every time. I'm like, all right, Yamaha or KTM. <laughs> and there's probably no one that's going to make a stink of it. So I should just hold to my Yamaha thing. But I think I've just, I flip flop every race we go to. Sometimes it's KTM, sometimes it's Yamaha. <laughs> just put on there, you know, uh, Billy Goat prepped uh, Yamaha Racing 1190. And the people in the crowd will be like, what the hell is this thing coming up here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 1190. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, I think uh, all you got to do is shave the KTM uh, embossment off the cases there, and you'll be set. Yeah, which I had that thought too. If I had more time, I was going to do that, or you know, at least just put like blue nail polish over the orange there, <laughs> and then still just have it there. Uh, every but every ride you get on it. Far. It seems like you're getting more and more comfortable. Obviously, dang, I'm so bummed uh, you caught neutral on it or whatever. But are you are you still liking the progress on that bike, or where are you at? Yeah, every time I ride it, it gets better and better. So, I mean, when we first started and we realized we had a geometry issue with the the rear suspension, that was a little bit of a setback, kind of a bummer because you just want to keep moving forward. But um, right. between my dad and Braden, I mean, they pretty much pulled that together. We um, you know, came up with a game plan there. Right. I talked to, uh, Clayton at fine tune, um, here, which he's only a couple hours from, or about an hour and a half from me. Oh, and nice. we kind of put our heads together on that situation and, and talked a little bit more about the geometry and what we could do. And I brought that bike over to him along with my, my R1. And we just kind of went back to the basics almost and just, uh, worked on making them both a lot better. So, cool. um, cool. you know, I left, his shop with a much better one much better setup also had other springs along with me if we thought we were too soft or you know things were a little bit too too tight so um we had options which was good too so right well i've got to ride that power plant now and man it's a fun engine like they responsive and man good power and uh i mean it's that's fun. Now you're in the class. We're seeing, you know, John's getting his figured out. We're, we're seeing a lot more guys. Now Phil's working on his. And the class is getting up there and getting up there. And it's just going to keep getting faster and faster. But I like where I see where it's headed. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of a bummer now that we're going in the last round and, and points are so tight. And then I look in the twins class and it's like, well, I missed the first two rounds because that bike wasn't ready. So I'm not involved in that chase, but that's all right. I'm involved in the other, the other two. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So no, it's mm-hmm. been fun and, and, uh, working my way up there and Joel, now you're a, a pain in my ass. <laughs> oh, that made my whole week, but that, yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, I'm so proud you to went, be a pain in your ass. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 White Rose, <laughs> you went from being a sleeper and now Freemansburg, you're a player so oh, you'll be treated buddy. like everybody every other competitor from here on out damn it well that was my last interview i guess i got my last interview with you now it's just all gonna be yeah. double fingers when I walk by. Yeah. <laughs> yep oh man i with being the number one oh man <laughs> but dude talking about those points in those two classes i mean holy sh- i mean it was like Yahtzee. Like the points just blew up. Like on the 450 and the Premier class. Like uh, I, I just can't believe what happened the last few weeks here with yeah. Logan missing and some misfortune for others. I mean, dang, it sucks. We don't ever want to see that. But the fans are in for some unbelievable racing at Devils. I mean, it is going to be a throwdown. And my biggest fear. Is that it rains? <laughs> I just give I us share a, that fear. Don't talk give, like that. Don't give talk us, like that. Give us a dry hill where everybody can be racy and we can see the best be the best. I mean, it's going to be a throwdown, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, when I was, well, I wasn't even racing for a, a title 
you know, and then like you said, in the other classes, Logan took a race off and went west. So it tightened everything up and then, you know, old question mark form now too. So yeah, the fans are getting exactly what they want. I mean, it's the perfect recipe for um, an awesome, exciting day. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously I have a different mindset now that I'm back in it. So yeah, that's cool. I've been there a bunch of times, you know, I, and that pressure and, um, you know, it, it's crazy. You look at it as just another race, but then the head games start, start going on and people start second guessing themselves and it's a lot of pressure. And I'm just yeah. looking at it from a fan's point of view, Jay, and you're looking at you on your R1. John brings out the big one for Devils. You guys are going head-to-head basically in that class, and it is going to be a flipping show. But there's also some guys right there that they're going to be – they have the same mindset, and they have the same capabilities. And, I mean, it's just incredible that we're coming down, and basically every class could be a different person leading at the end of the year than there is right now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And for me, it's like – it's nice that – Austin Tyler, he's on Nitro, you know, and he's been in the mix. He's helped me. Well, last weekend he got a second. That helps me, right. you know, the case for closing points up with John. And right. coming to Devil's Staircase, you know, his Nitro bike can go fast. You got other Nitro bikes that can, can definitely send it too. So uh, everybody's got to be on, his game, on our game. And, you know, I just got to put myself in that first place position right off the bat and then just let it – let things play out, you know, just apply that pressure and – uh, for me, it's, it's not necessarily my championship to lose, but, uh, I'm just happy that I'm able to apply the pressure and, and, and possibly come out with it. Right. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's high pressure and that's not fun, but for everybody involved, it's going to be one hell of a day. I mean, there's going to be the agony of defeat. There's going to be the thrill of victory. We're going to see it all We're right there. And Oregonia, because man, it is it's it's nut cutting time. Like it is, it's on. Oh, for sure, and it is. You know, it's game on with doing that. Well, that double was what seventy, seventy five feet uh, in the past. Now they're talking about right. bringing bringing it down to that fifty mark, so more people can do it. You know, right. and then the question is, where does that second jump end up? Does that come down? You know, yes. so we're not just stepping up the hill like I did yeah. last time, which. I thought stepping up the hill last time was actually just a safer venture for me um, than just hammering it into the lights and, and casing out real hard and, you know, potentially blowing out your knees, hitting so hard. Right. Um, yes. But I guess, you know, at that point too, that was my rear tire that broke the light there, not my front tire. So right. you yeah. augured the no, front end I... and you stopped the clock sooner. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be really interesting because not only what the gap will be, but like I've seen that jump, they've augmented that lip, something crazy. I mean, the very first year I was there, we were getting just tons of lift on the lip. And then this last year, there was no lift. I mean, the only thing that was taking you was speed. You could not get a, you couldn't get any lift off of it. So that's going to be just as much as play as anything. And they always do a very good job prepping the hill. I'm not, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that it only takes a degree or two with these nitro bikes and these super fast guys to make a dramatic difference, you know? So it's going to be interesting just from when I, I'm excited to get there, walk that hill and see what the heck we got, you know? 
Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I mean, the guy that runs their dozers does a good job, whether it's rain or shine before the race, you know, packing everything in and, and do what he can do. But uh, it seems like year after year that that lip on there is not necessarily consistent year after year. So right. um, you don't really know what to expect. You can come up with a game plan, but a lot will tell what that lip looks like and what it really truly ends up with um, right. in the end. So and, and I, it's and not the easiest just... Right. And I don't, I'm not saying this is right. Just my opinion. But like last year, that was the safest one that I had rode was last year. Now, I don't know if it was the funnest for the fans and I don't know if it was the raciest hill, but it was my favorite just because that big jump there, you could just hammer through there as hard as you wanted and you weren't going to get twisted up in the middle. Now the top was sketchy because remember they couldn't get the dozer over the top. So it was a little bit rough up there. But you could check that if you needed to, you know. But um, yeah, I just, last year I, just, I go ahead. I, I just like that that knuckle wasn't so crisp, and it just I, I I had the safety of knowing if I go short long on that jump, I'm not gonna freaking pay the ultimate price, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I think last year, what well, we got a little bit of rain ahead of time, so it didn't pack in quite as well. And then where we could get the lift was way on the left side, which it got rough up through there and I kind of played a risk for reward there and I just backed out of it. You know, it didn't make sense for me to do it. I think was John, maybe the only one to do it. Maybe Phil yep. did it. I can't remember. I think John was um, the only one. So, I mean, I understand with them bringing it down 50 feet. Um, if it's a safety issue or not even just, it just creates better racing. I think too, if you can get more guys to do that double, you know, cause before it's like, me, John, maybe a couple other nitro bikes clear that, and all the other guys that can't clear it, they're off the pace by a second and a half. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, they're racing that, for fourth, fifth. And that's where that organization there—they're very good at putting a good show on. And I want—I want to be part of that. So that's where it's like my opinion on the hill. You know, I have an opinion, but really, I just want that show to continue being that great show. And if the organizers there think if it's a if it's a more makeable gap, and we're all making it, if that's going to be a better show, I'm all for it. I don't really want that that really risk reward crisp on the lander. I know that maybe it'd be good because there'd be some epic crashes, but I just don't want to see guys getting that twisted up on that, you know. But yeah. um, that's just that's just my opinion, you know. I mean, I can always yeah. let off. That's as a rider. <laughs> You don't have to hold it wide open. It's just we do. <laughs> yeah, it sure is easier to let off, but it's a real bummer when you do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 for sure. Uh, so, Jay, I want to take it back a little bit here and talk about the season as a whole and with the points and everything. I mean, you kind of started off the season on a high note in second place at White Rose at the opener, and then we kind of didn't see on the podium again until this weekend with the first. But yet here you are still right behind John in second in points. I what is it, three points off the pace? Hundred yeah, you have hundred, he has hundred and four. So four points. Yeah, four points. I mean, can you just kinda break it down for the people listening? I mean, your your thought process at each round and like, you know, knowing like you're usually the guy on one of those steps on the podium and kind of going through that struggle mid season there. But yet now you still find yourself in the hunt at the end, which is where it all counts, obviously. But I mean, how has it been for you to get through the season uh, kind of on the rocks a little bit? 
Yeah, you know, it's for me being successful in the past, like it have been to go through, you know, fifth places, sixth places, stuff like that. Um, all three classes, not seeing the podium once. That's just territory I'm not even really used to, honestly. Usually I, I'm up uh, at the podium and, and and talking to to everyone and to not do that is just a little bit weird. And then when it happens two or three rounds in a row, it's like, wow, what is going on here? Um, but so, yeah, we started out all right at White Rose with that second. Um, I can't remember where we were at in the 450 after that, maybe a third or fourth or something like that, which was okay. Um, and then the second round when we were going out, was tough because I was under the weather super bad. And right, yeah. actually, uh, my wife, one of my daughters had COVID. I took COVID test all the way up until we left. I was negative, negative, negative. And then the morning of Freemansburg uh, round two, I felt absolutely horrible. And, um, you know, ended up driving home Monday, took a COVID test, and I had COVID. So oh, um, that pretty much, you know, explains – why I felt the way I felt at Freemansburg for round two, you know, I had yeah. headache, hot and cold sweats, super fatigued. I mean, I'm waiting in line, um, just trying to like talk myself up. I'm like, dude, you just need energy for one minute. Just find energy for one minute. That's all you need. And it was like, or you could just lay down on the dirt here and just fall asleep. I could have fell asleep in like 10 seconds. Yeah, it was wow. absolutely yeah. ridiculous. And then, mm. of course, riding, my reaction times were way off. I mean, yeah. I had no muscle. I was just along for the ride, and it was just mm. miserable. Wow. So um, I think at that time, I didn't have my, my twins bike yet, so I just run in the 450s and uh, Premier class. And I made it over in the Premier class the first round, and all the other rides, I didn't make it over. Wow. So yeah, That's crazy. That was that was brutal, and then the following week I, I laid in bed all week, and you know COVID did its thing, and finally rested up and got healthy again and got back on the men. So um, there was nothing I could really do to make that day any better. So I put myself in a huge deficit. You know I got killed in in all the classes, but it it just is what it is. You know yeah. everyone is dealing with COVID in some way somehow, and it finally caught up to me. I don't think there's anything I could have done different to say not get it you know it's just kind of everywhere and it's just horrible timing for me so um that put me in a big hole to climb out of and then um let's see after that we went to what michigan yeah um that didn't really go that great either and um i thought maybe i had clutch slipping issues on my r1 it's just questionable it's like we're spinning a lot not really going anywhere and so that's when we um Braden decided to take things apart the Wednesday before White Rose, which is super good timing. And he tells me that um, the rod bearings are wore out and we need new rod bearings. So um, then he gets me all the part numbers. I uh, contact Yamaha in California and I said, I need rod bearings. I need them tomorrow. Um, Everything you got, different thicknesses. We just need everything we can get by tomorrow. And um, called him, texted him, finally emailed me back. He's in budget meetings all week. And he's like, I sent it over to the parts guy. He's got your number. He's going to reach out to you. He'll send everything out. He'll be good to go. So um, 
that guy did that. We overnighted everything. Um, Braden luckily had had the following day off, and so he spent all day putting that all back together. And I think we ended up firing at like 10 o'clock at night. Uh, and let's see, that would have been what a Thursday night, because that was a Saturday night yep. race. Yep. Go yep. to fire it, only run on one cylinder, and it's oh, like, oh my god. Oh no. So he works all day. And obviously he's the motorhead here. I'm not really the motorhead. So it's like, I'm not going to be the one fixing this problem, you know? Right. And uh, so it's like, okay, back in the garage it goes, take the valve cover off, see what's going on, look at, look at, okay, find what we think the problem is, put it all back together. We've got good compression all the way around, bring it out of the garage, go to fire it again, run on one cylinder. Oh, and it's man. like, what in the hell? Now it's like 1130. And, you know, we're pretty good about not stressing out or anything like that. I think if my dad would have been president, you'd have been like, oh, shit, what the hell, you know, <laughs> what are going to do? And, and, you know, me and Brian's like, all right, well, back in the shop, take it apart again. And then uh, I think it was about 1.30 where I was just like, okay, we just got to load this thing up. We'll figure it out on the road, um, talk to people. Otherwise, we'll get to the race and we'll take it apart again. You know, it's all we can right. do. Right. Um, we got to go. Wow. Time's not on our side now. And so we, uh, I call it quits. You, at any point, did you look over at Braden and you're like, Colby's been here waiting for six hours. We should at least tell him that we're not going tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. then let him know you got to stop at SSID Kells quick for some stickers. Yeah. And Junior Jackson. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. Ju and Junior Jackson's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Thank God I wasn't along for this trip. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I saw an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Then the one time it's like, oh, and let's do a Saturday race on top of it. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. That normal additional 24 hours right 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 yeah, yeah. uh so you guys so, load uh, everything up and what did you did you call the man or yeah so we we loaded everything up and we took off at six in the morning so we got about four or five hours of sleep so we could at least be somewhat sane and and hit the the road and then i call i got a hold of dan watson the guru of of nitro and yeah. uh he was going to be around at the time we were going to be passing through and he's like, yeah, come on in and let's bring it in the shop and let's go through a couple things and, and see what we got and see what's major, see if it's electrical, you know, is it the, the Dyna 4,000 box? What are we dealing with? You know, and right. uh, which we had another backup box, you know, in the trailer or whatnot, but it's just had to go through those things and just start with the basics and just work it back. And it was yeah. only about a half hour, and we found our issue, and we we're back up and running. Things run like a top. So, you know, it's um, like I was nice. talking with Kirk when we were driving, and like when things are wrong, like there's no substitute for those guys that have a lifetime of experience to diagnose something because sometimes there's no common sense to what's wrong. They just they'll have had it happen, and those good good mechanics and builders they just know shit, and it's crazy yep. the the information that they carry in their mind is ridiculous you know for sure and then just going through some things with dan it's like i learned a ton of knowledge just being there for a half hour just watching him check things on how to start and it's like okay so it's doing this so it's like it's probably not this this or this it's over here in this area and then we're gonna look at this area and then boom figure it out and we're on our way 
But you know, when you don't have a grip of knowledge or have any idea of what the issue is, right? Boy, you're you're hurting at that point. Yeah, Yeah, and I gotta think for someone like Mr. Watson, like that's just gotta feel like you're a sort a sorcerer, you know? Like you can just he 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 could see the pain in your guys' eyes when you come in. You've been going on no sleep, and this thing's just been fooling you, and it's like. Nope, it's this right here, and it's like, oh, yep. it's like you're, you're a sorcerer. You just, you just solved, you know, the world's problems right there. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Thank God for him. And and Bob was the same way for us. We've had issues. Uh, you know, Doctor Bob was was real good with us too. And now at at the age he's at, I mean, he got to the point where he just didn't even feel comfortable giving us that advice anymore because he didn't believe you know, himself giving that advice. So um, the next closest guy, I guess for us uh, is Dan and Dan's been awesome to work with super open. You know, he's built a lot of, you know, my competitors bikes and stuff like that. And, and, you know, he could have, he could have shut that knowledge off, you know, and said, you know, I can figure it out. Right. I see that name all over those cool bikes. Super awesome. Yeah. 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 So you get the thing running good. And there was the barn burner of a night that we've talked about at White Rose where between you ended up in fourth at White Rose. And like you mentioned, you know, you got guys like Austin Tyler and Ryan Reza who kind of saved your ass a little bit getting on the podium that night. And I mean, considering when things go bad, it went pretty good for you overall. Um, getting those two guys to sneak in there, I guess. But times yeah, were all like- super close. Yeah, and I feel I was bummed out on my performance at White Rose. I feel like I let a win get away. I don't think, you know, John ran that low 80, what, 802, something like that. And that, yep. to me, wasn't really lighting the world on fire either. I mean, he he kind of left it there. It was open on a silver platter for me to take, and and we just didn't didn't put it together. So, you know, we could easily beat that. Hill had a, a seven in it all day long, you know. Sure. I would have loved to come back and, and get another shot. So it just oh. is what it is. Now it's racing at that point. Right. I, I mean, I just got to say, like, this whole thing, like, uh, when I first came in a few years back, you know, you you were having – you had younger kids, and you were a little bit wondering what how much, you know, energy you were putting towards racing at that time. I, I'm theorizing here on your mind just kind of what I – we talked a little bit, you know, or whatever. But, man, Careful. the – the last couple of years, Jay, you just seem like you're having a freaking blast. I mean, are you are you just are you just kind of freewheeling right now and just having fun racing? I mean, I know you've had issues here and there, but I really see you having a lot of fun. Have, have you kind of got like a little second lust of interest in racing again here? Yeah, I think real recently that came. I think it's been a little bit of a chore with everything that's going on, having two young kids. You know, three years ago, I had no kids, so um to add that all to the mix plus being super busy with work and then then you have racing and that's when why all this stuff happens so last minute it's just your priorities are different and but it's tough too because i i've raced at a level where i can win so i don't want to bring say half-assed bikes or, or stuff like that to the table i mean i could but i don't feel comfortable doing that um, so that's why I put all the time and effort and sometimes it takes till midnight or whatever it is. So, right. um, I would love to be ready two, three days beforehand and, and sit back and just wait for that race to roll around. But, um, that just hasn't been reality, um, lately. So, right. but, um, I would say white rose that fire kind of came back for me, um, cool. a little bit and which is good. It, 
it brings the nerves into it. It's fun. I, I wanted to be competitive. I was upset that I didn't win, which prior to that, it was like, I didn't win. It was kind of whatever, you right. know? So yeah. to have that kind of come back and, and we started working with my suspension a little bit more and getting comfy and being able to charge and stuff like that, it all kind of just comes together to, you know, create more confidence and whatnot. So, um, yeah, now I kind of have that fire under me and, um, right. I'm enjoying I, it. And I feel like you have a really cool team too. I mean, obviously your dad's always been right there with you your whole life, obviously. And it's like, I, I see you and Braden now and, you know, Braden, he's a problem solver. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's, Seriously. I mean, that's badass, you know, and he's a big part of your team. And the other thing is, is Braden is effing fast and it's fun watching Braden be super competitive. And how can't you just latch on to that? And it just makes everything fun. And when I'm around your rig, like I just, I, I get an energy from you guys. Like you're just kind of hitting it. You know, it's like, it's fun when you see people just on the up, you know, and it's like, I just, I love that. You know, you guys are such good people and I just love seeing people having fun. And obviously it's always a struggle. Like you say, we both got little kids, we got families, we got careers, everything, but we're there to have fun. That's, that's what we're there to do. Right. We're supposed yep. to, you yep. know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So, and also just try to get in that point in my life where like everything doesn't have to be pinched so hard, you know, it's like put in the work so you can enjoy, you know, this stuff on the side. So I'm getting really, really close to that. And I think even next year will be that much better. I can devote more time to the sport to, awesome. you know, get yeah. back to actually training and riding more too, to, yeah. to be a lot. I mean, cause I want to be a force everywhere we go um, right. in, in all classes, you know, I want to be a threat to, to Logan and all the other top guys. Um, yep. It just, the time hasn't been there to, to devote that. Um, now, am I going to go coast to coast like Logan Zapal to have as much time as him? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a lot of other things I can do to, you know, get myself uh, on another level, basically, that can be yeah, a threat. But your, your yeah. team's going to be more flexible now. You're getting this 1190 figured out. And like you're not going to throw that sucker in the trailer if you want to go to the brick mine or base city, which are kind of close to you, you know. Right. Yeah. And it's like you didn't have that flexibility a couple of years ago, and you guys are going to have that now, you know. And it's like it's just fun. Like those the base city race that's three hours from your house. It's like it's cool to have a bike that you can just go there and win on. And it's with your R6 or your R1, it was just not just not perfect for there, you know. It's not what that hill's made for, you know. Yeah, for sure. So I'm getting comfy on that. And that's where it's getting fun too. And to be able to just push the button and go and load it up. And, um, you know, before White Rose, we were testing it um, at the Cato Cycle Club, which it was super dry concrete. And I was just trying to get a little bit of air with, on the new suspension to come down and land somewhat hard to get used to it. And it just, it wasn't working out. So then we went up to the, the motocross track there and there was a, a big step up that I could send and land out into the flat just to see how it would compress and they had just recently done work on the track and that step up had a bunch of dirt pushed up to it. So I couldn't even hit that. And I was just like, okay, let's just go in the infield and just hit these doubles and, and jumps and whatnot. And I hit a point where I'm like, I just want to do the whole moto track on this 1190. <laughs> <laughs> like it was fun. I started That's to awesome. get a flow. I started yeah. to get a flow. I'm like, God, I just wish I had a couple radiators on this thing and just hammer That's it. That's cool. Right. That's yeah. awesome. So, Please know, tell me. Comfy Col with it. Is this when Colby was there on the 150? 
<laughs> no. Uh, no. That, been, that would have been the perfect combo if Colby would have been on the 150 in his vans and he would have been on an 1190 out there. That would have been a great track combo right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, that's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, hell yeah, you know, dude. And Go ahead, Jay. Oh, I said, well, yeah, just our whole dynamic of our team, my dad and, and Braden. He's really rose to the occasion and saw how busy I am. And really, he's really stepped it up to allow me to be ready to these races. So huge. Thank you to that kid. Um, and obviously where, where I'm at. And it's very cool of you too. You have an awesome motorhome and a trailer and you've been helping him get to races. And that's what, how a team works is people help each other where they can. And obviously you've been helping him as well, you know, and it's, that's what I think is cool is, I see you guys kind of feeding off each other a little bit and that's the way it's supposed to be, you know? Yeah. And when he's on the line, I, I mean, I'm just as much into it and want to see him exceed just as, you know, just as much. And if I'm before him or, or if I see something, I'm, I'm going to let him know everything, you know, that I know and whatever we can do to, to make his ride go good. So um, I know some of his weaken, weaknesses and, and give him those reminders at the bottom of the hill. And um, you know, he's been able to shine at, at a couple of these. And so he could he can be a force to be reckoned with too, you know. Yeah, oh for sure, he, for sure. Definitely. He put it to me in the 450 class this this last weekend. So he put it to almost everybody this last weekend. That was cool. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I was on so, the hill and I watched that, and he was barely pulling that gearing, but it was flawless. Like that yeah. thing was making that like air sound when it went by because it was almost not gonna pull it, and you could tell he knew it, and he just buttered that thing through the top i was yeah it was, it was an impressive ride yeah it yes, seemed it like he was just welded the whole time and it wasn't it hit that point where it wasn't picking up any more speed but it was holding it there and he missed all the bumps that he could have hit to ruin it yeah i mean if you're off that line that he hit it's like a whoop section on both sides yes yep. yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> he did a great job performing yeah. on that 450 and just he kept a nice straight ride and Man, I'm I'm pumped for that guy. You got to be pretty pumped for Braden on his his 450 yeah. platform this year. Yeah. yeah, he's excited. I know he was a little bit bummed out after White Rose. He kind of dropped the ball with Logan not being there, but um, yeah. I think it brought his spirits back up this weekend. And uh, oh, for sure, I I know he's already made some some phone calls to make that 450 a little faster. So oh boy, oh man, look to, out! He's not trying to give up. That's for sure. Well, so just, yeah, he that's good. He definitely dropped down a peg in the points. I mean, Logan got back ahead of him. Is that what I saw? Yeah, by like a point or something. Yeah, so he's still in it though. I mean, they're all within like a point or something of each right. other. So it's it's still on. It's still on. And Devil's Staircase is a great hill for a, a barn burner of a finale for them to battle it out. So that's cool. But yeah, um, going back to to your campaign. You got your first win finally in the premier class. How does that how does that feel finally just at, towards the end of the season you finally got on the top of the box and it, like that's the momentum you kind of needed going into the final round with a you know a 4 point deficit of the lead. Yeah, man, it's been a long time coming. I don't even remember what my last win was, but you know, going into Freemansburg, we knew the weather was coming. It was just when it was going to be there and how bad was it going to be? And where we're we gonna get any breaks, and and was the second ride even gonna be manageable to go faster, or was it all just gonna be on the first ride? So, um, 
like I said before, I put a lot of emphasis on that first ride. You know, we've been in that position before. You just learn that, you know, over time. It's like, don't take that first ride for granted, especially when weather's coming. Mm -hmm. But the flawless ride, it was definitely beatable. Um, and then, you know, I always worried about the other nitro bikes still coming in. The chains are, were still hooking up when, um, you know, all the rain came down. It was, I mean, John's second ride on his bike was still, it looked like it was possible where I was going to have to ride again, where he could have, you know, possibly beat me. And, you know, John and Phil and all those guys, it's never over until it's over. You know, I've been burned at the end by John. I've been burned at the end by Phil. And, and, uh, you know, halfway through before Phil went, Phil's like, you got it wrapped up. You know, it's not going to happen. Um, you know, too much rain and stuff like that. And I just told Phil, I said, Phil, I've been around you guys for too long. I'm not thinking <laughs> this thing is done by any means. Yep. So, oh, man. I just tried yeah. to keep my head straight and, and just think that if I had to re-ride and rise to the occasion, I was, you know, searching for that line and to put it yeah. down. So, um, did, yeah, uh, was... did Caleb Blaine's ride scare you a little bit? Well, the thing is, I was back at the pits at that point. So, all I oh, heard okay. was the audio to it you know it, it sounded like he was fast on the bottom but i guess everyone kind of sounds that way um yeah. and then just hearing the announcer saying what he said up towards the top and then he kind of lost it through the lights or whatever it's kind of all i grasped from it but okay yeah it sounded like it was a heater so it's like okay there's one more guy that could have gotten really close a lot of the yeah. rain has happened it just proves that the track was still there it was still there to to be beat yeah. you know yeah so that's why I had to kind of sit on the edge of my seat all the way through to the end. Yep. Well, it worked so, out, man. Got her done. Yeah. It was a relief to, to get it done. I, I really didn't want to have to go out and do it again. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so that was kind of nice. And then what a crazy turn of events when things really went south for John. And it was yeah. just like, whoa what what just happened and now what just Crazy. happened to the points you yeah. know and what yeah. is ohio now looking like right yeah you know, right. i mean i was racing i was racing for a second the rest of the year and now right. you know now i get a shot it's like i dropped the ball because of covid the first round and he just had really poor luck that i mean yeah. you would have never guessed that on his first ride in a 600 i don't i can't remember or i didn't really necessarily hear what happened to him if they took out a tranny or whatever but that's you know that's not them that's not their program no, so no, you can't exactly. bank on that that's no. just horrible luck yeah yeah no yeah that's good thing you had another one there ready to go because man that's that sucks to lose a on a mechanical you could lose a whole season but luckily enough they had what they needed to get get through to get another one going yeah. right seriously because i mean when with my r6 i mean we sold my r6 to where I don't have that option. Like, I shell that tranny. I'm done. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You shell that tranny. Depends on how it. much time Braden has. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and we might just have to start bringing welders to races <laughs> if he's going to keep putting holes in his. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <right>. Oh man. Because. <laughs> oh. um, you know, normal times. I think by tomorrow that motor will probably be out of his bike the welder will be fired up and that'll be the first shot at saving that thing. Yeah. 
Well, I messaged him about that, and I'm like, dude, I'm, I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't know, like, on race day that he actually put a hole in the thing until he put his story out. And I'm like, oh, dang, dude, that sucks. I'm so sorry. He's like, don't worry, I'll be back. I'm like, all right, yeah. I was not even sweating, bro. I know you yeah. This is all part of the program. Yeah, yeah. He's got six of those motors sitting in the shop. He don't care. Yeah, he just has an easier way to check his oil level right now. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. That's just his new sight glass. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't believe that happened. I thought he just swapped out and went down. I didn't realize the chain came off and blew his case Ah, apart. Damn it. They wreck shit, boy. Yeah, they do. It's a bummer. can get pretty nasty when they come off. Yeah. And it's like you can have a good one at Freemansburg. It is just not over until it's over. No, there's yeah. so many little things. I mean, those guys, uh, you know, kind of raked and groomed up the lips of each jump, which I think is really good. You know, allows you to, if you do get in some rough stuff or whatever, you still can get into, you know, the lip and start tracking straight and launch again and, and get going again. Otherwise it gets to be too much and you hardly have any momentum going. It's still yeah. got rough in spots. I mean, that, it was the the rain. It would have been interesting to see what happened if it wouldn't have rained. Because yeah. I don't know if it would have like got looser and kind of all started settling down. Because it had the potential just to get like ridiculously fast. You know, yeah. If it wouldn't, if it wouldn't have got those bumps up top, and if there would have, if it would have kind of filled down. But with that rain, it kind of held everything on the hill. And I think that's why we started getting those knuckles or whatever. But man, that was when I first walked that. I'm like, it's going to be fast today because it was. I mean, I, I'd never seen that hill like that. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that made for better racing that the lips were nicer? <sighs> yes, I. I think yeah, so. I don't know. I. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm so torn because it's like, what's best for me and what's best for the hill. I know. The people, I know. And that's where it's yep. tough. But I think say I think it may have been better, but I prefer it the other way. Yeah, I, I, like think it it, aren't I think it made it, it safer. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't want to see you guys getting bucked on those big bikes going over those jumps. You know. Yeah, I think one thing is you know the first big jump that you hit at what is it three hundred feet? Yeah. That one not only got raked nice, but it, it took the huge lip off of it. You know, for a while there, that lip never matched up with the rest of the hill. So even if it was rough or whatever, you can get in through. What I didn't like is it threw you way up and then throw yeah. you up with the hill yeah so yeah, even if you true. had a good pass through there it, it just didn't line up it didn't flow well at all and yep. it's like never no, no hills ever even but you know on that jump on the right side it's just a lot more jump on that side yeah than it is on the left so everybody goes on the left because it's less jump but and that's where it's like when they shoveled it they did a good job, but if they could have just knocked the right side down and threw it all on the left and evened it, so you could have went anywhere on there, then it probably would have not had as many hucks, you know? Just you could have wrote so many more spots, but beggars can't be choosers. It was better. Yeah. It was definitely better, you know. So Yeah. And usually that lip on the left side is lower and then the landing is lower, where when the lip is higher on the right side, there's also more ground and it's a higher up landing too. So yeah, it's kind of the same, but then that rough, that right side gets so rough because we don't know how they go over there. And that's yeah. where I don't want to give opinions because what matters is you on your nitro bike because that's you know 
my little super duke will handle anything and that's where it's like i want to make sure it's safe for you guys because you're going so fast and we don't want that we don't want people getting hurt on them things you know so right that's yeah. where, that's where i kind of defer to i'd rather it just be like you guys set the terms because you're the ones really putting the risk out there you know so it's like i'm happy to conform to whatever it is yeah yeah and i know like i think that's the first time in a while that riders kind of stepped up before the the race and, and groomed that stuff and that's pretty just cool, kind of yeah. where yeah and where i come from just to, through the amateurs and how hardcore everything was it just seems like that should almost be illegal that riders are working on the hill but um i guess at the same point for so many years there was a, a rider advisory committee or whatever yeah. and and i would say safety is the number one thing i yeah. think that they're looking for um but I also think to make sure, you know, you have a good hill, you have good tight racing um, versus just lending an advantage to maybe one to two or three people, um, maybe a huge advantage for nitro versus gas or whatever it is. You know, for me, ultimately, I want tight racing all the way through and and everyone can be able to do whatever obstacles or whatever we're doing. Um, right. Cause I mean, like say devil's staircase, when we first had the, that big gap, I think there's me and John and maybe one other person did it blew everybody else out of the water. Sure. It's super yep. cool. Wow factor. And when right. I do that jump, I know I can't get worse than third that day. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. but when you look at the grand scheme of things and how racing is and how it is for the fans and to have everything be tight, it's way more exciting. We all love hearing Jamie say we have a new fast time 20 right. times in a day versus two times. Right. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we saw that at the night race at White Rose. It was electric, yeah. you know, but I, yeah. I, I think that's a great point, Jay, too, about the riders on the hill. And I saw that with Naha, like when I was out at Sunnyside and Brett's like, there's shovel, shovels all over the hill. If, you th- if you're up there and you see something that's unsafe, I don't care when it is, just fix it. Like we're not about making it risky. And yeah, during during the race, in between classes, like people got shovels. If if a kicker, they hammer it out. Like we're, it's like it's not even worth it. And I love like at American Hill Climb and there, how when you're not riding, you can be all over that hill. I, I just think that's so smart because you're then you're not guessing. You you go up there, you see what you got to do, you see what you don't want to hit instead of just yep. guessing. And you know, it's like I love that. Like an American Hill Climb and nah. How they're like, get up there, look at it. We want you to have the best ride you can possibly have. We want you to know exactly where to go. Go look, you know, and it's it's great. And I think the fans love seeing the people up on the hill picking their spots. And I love that. You know, I, I want more of that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're splitting hundreds of seconds, tens of seconds. You know, we're trying to find that perfect line. And, you know, yeah. you miss it. That's a tenth. And, you know, a yep. tenth could be a difference between first and fifth or tenth. Or... Yep. 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 Yep, you can bring it up right now. Three one three one thousand can be the difference between second and third. We saw it in the twins class that way, Rose. We know, we know, we know. Yep, yep. Don't worry. I got beat by six one hundredths of a second myself. So well aware how that feels. Okay, all right. Um my opinion on Freemansburg with the grooming and everything, I think past the hundred and fifty mark, it's impossible for a dozer to to groom the rest of that hill, like from top to bottom, you know, from, from lip to lip. So I think having the lips at least smooth and dialed in, I don't think that's really harming much because there's still so many variables mixed in from jump to jump that, um, 
I think it made for better racing. I just I feel like taking the ruts out and making it a smooth playing field definitely helped the situation. And I don't think it made it any less difficult, in my opinion. I think there's still plenty of variables mixed in there to where you still have to know how to ride a bike to get a fast time. You know what I mean? I don't feel like having smooth lips really changed a whole lot besides making it even more even for more guys i guess but i i just feel like freemansburg is freemansburg and it's going to be a tough son of a bitch no matter what you do to it oh for sure yep and that's kind of deep oh. loamier almost sandy like where you know it's going to get ripped up you're going to have ruts come with kickers and and all that mm -hmm. stuff as we go through and you know lifts were perfect when we started they were not perfect when we ended no right. yeah yeah you know exactly so really you know the hill point. the hill develops and it just gets harder chains paddles that all rips stuff up yep 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 no for sure definitely does oh, but, uh, always changes it it doesn't matter from year to year from ride to ride that hill changes it's different it's nasty sometimes yeah. it gets yep. rougher sometimes it gets smoother and a good line develops right in and there's you know, one line that's perfect all the way up through with nothing in it, and then other days it's just a shit show the whole fucking way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that first 150 feet after you get up that little roller, whatever you want to call it, it's just a rock landmine field. Yeah. And there's no <laughs> yeah. such thing as a straight line from that point to the first 150, you know, foot jump there. And it's just, it's like, uh, pinballing off all those rocks and i did talk to a guy who apparently is their new dozer operator or whatever i think he's kind of new to the club but he's got a bunch of equipment and he was asking he really wants to make the hill the best he possibly can and Great. i kind of went back and, and told him that you know in the past they brought in a bunch of dirt down the bottom but it was full of rocks it would be nice if all those rocks were sifted out of there and right. you know we just had good dirt there yeah he made it sound like that's that would be no problem and it would be way better down there in the spring so oh wow awesome um, let's go yeah yep. yeah and uh, likes, those rocks fly a long ways from your r1 i'll tell you that like nobody yeah that. <laughs> it's like that's not good yeah yeah i, I try to get away from as quick as possible <laughs> <laughs> It, uh, it really sucks that bottom that first 150 feet pretty much makes or breaks your ride you got to keep your momentum oh it totally yeah jump. yeah it totally yeah. can you yep. know like you there's back out of before that first jump you're you're pretty much done you've lost everything yeah yeah there's there's lines i looked at are like that would be great if from 20 to 40 feet works like i want it to work Right. You know, yeah. I don't slip out on a rock and stuff like that. It's like then I'm pre sailing. That's why I was such a bummer on my my twitch. Oh, what? I lost him. Whoa, where'd that go? I don't think we've <laughs> ever had one of those. No. All right, see you, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, see ya. Wow. Uh, all right, well. All right, someone turned so, the internet off, internet off in Mankato. Yeah, <laughs> apparently he apparently uh, it was time for him to go to bed. Yeah, well, I'm in North yeah. Mankato, he's in Mankato, so that must be the difference. He must have just okay. lost it over there. I guess got okay. different internet right. provider, man. Wow. Okay, I thought it was something I said. I didn't know what was going on there. <laughs> 
Hey, oh, just yeah. hung up in a hurry, man. Right yeah. mid-sentence. Damn, Joel. We should probably uh, think about wrapping it up anyways, boys. I'm sorry, yeah. but I'm freaking dragging here, boys. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, I'm, I, I didn't That's bring enough good. coffee down. Oh, it's been, a, it's been a busy two weeks for everybody here. All of us involved, and you guys, well, Kobe's flying, but <clears throat> he had all them miles to drive, and, oh. Yeah, all good. Happy to do it. And a very easy trip with two awesome guys helping me. So thanks to Dave and Kirk. That was that was that was a really fun weekend. Yeah, but boys, are we gonna? You've been spoiled, man. Oh man, that's awesome. That was great. It was all this help. It was it was pretty fun. It was a lot of fun. Good. Uh, yeah. Are we gonna really start next weekend breaking down devils? Then is that the plan? Next week we're just all devils all the time. Yep. Yeah. All devils. We're just gonna break that down. We're gonna we'll go over the points a little bit here, but we're really gonna get into it next week and breaking it down. Yeah. We'll go through all the scenarios that could happen, and we'll just crunch the numbers and just hype that up before. I think yeah, uh, we can get more in deep next week with points, but I think we should touch on the top threes here because that's where it's really. Yes. Yeah, I think really next week, here. too, at the end, we need to have some predictions. We need to get some predictions yeah. for year-end because it's going to be – It's. It, it, I mean, it could be completely different than what it is right now. That, oh, that's yeah. going to be a hard one to predict, man, because everybody – it's just so it's just so up in the air. Yeah. In, yeah. in all three classes, it really is. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm on the AMA Pro Hill Climb app right now. This is where I get all my information for the show. Me too. So, yeah. um Got it up right now, bud. 450 points right now. Top three. Brayden Hendry, 92 points. Logan Sapala, 93 points. John Kester, 95 points. Wow. How Mm. close? Dude, that's anybody's ball game right there. And when we were talking before the show, so Colby, what is it when you win? How many points do you get for first? 25. And how many points do you get for second? 22. And how many points do you get for third? 20. So that's five points on the podium. Mm-hmm. That's just those three guys that can exchange five points. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a lot. So yeah. that, that, that takes us all the way from, from first to third can be decided just on how the arrangement of the podium is. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. It's It's incredible. And Jay's down there in fourth and eighty four. So I mean, right? You know, there's okay. there's a possible a mathematical sh- shot there. So yeah, right. and, and it's it's a long shot, but hey, and it could be you know like John, what he probably is hoping happens, or you know if he can just win, great, you know obviously, but if not, you got people like Nathan Preeb and Logan Peterson and people that are coming that aren't involved, or maybe even like Bodie because he's not in the points per se. And they could sweep the podium, and then that knocks it down. Now there's only going to be three points between those guys, you know. Yeah. So that would that would that would help someone like John, obviously, you know. So, but I mean, it's oh, still, well, it's just it, it could be anything. Anything could happen. It's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here's where the big drama unfolds for you, Joel. Yeah. Twins class. Oh, I thought you were gonna say premiere. I. I'm coming for Justin Fowler in the premier class. I oh, okay. Okay. I, okay. He's a Justin Fowler. He's a Mark man at this point. <laughs> right. Yeah. You guys are close to battling are, for eighth yeah. place. Yeah. I'm going to, I got words with that turbo. You, yeah. Well, Ob- actually hey, objects in your mirror, Justin are closer than yeah. they may appear. You, Justin and Trey 
are all right there. Look for out. Battling for seventh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. look out. But guys. in twins class, John's a little bit back there in 88 points in third, but Logan at 100, and you're at 101. So, I mean. I'm running out of scenarios that are pro me. Basically, <laughs> yeah. basically, I was just kind of uh, thinking in my yeah, head, I'm like, God, uh, this doesn't look good. Uh, 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 two races ago, there was a bunch of scenarios. After White Rose, it got a little bit less, and after uh, Sunday, there's only one scenario. Logan is one of my favorite people on the planet. Every time I ride a dirt bike, he's usually there. And all those circumstances, bean field races racing to the gas station, trying to see who can eat a taco faster. I've beat him <laughs> twice in every circumstance. That's it. So I need yeah, to yeah. I need to have a lifetime ride here. So it's we're gonna say if if you're if you're a betting man, I wouldn't put heavy money on thirty one. <laughs> I'm not but betting I'm anything until I know what bike you're riding first. Are you gonna be on well, that five five? I'm on five five. I, oh, I talked to Dave and um shit. And uh, he, he said, I think, I think you got to try. I'm like, I, I, I love the opportunity. I know I can't do it on mine. Um, it just isn't there. Dave's bike's got it. It's just if I can, man, I just, I still think maybe that Buell, I don't know. I think he's got just a touch more maybe, but the, the, it's so close with the 1190i, I have an opportunity. So I, I, I'm happy to have it. Thank you, Dave. I, I hope I can put that lifetime ride together. So I, we'll know, I, I picked the guy from Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, John's gonna take that. He's gonna. That's that's an insult for a New Yorkian. That's not that good. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I like so, I like your odds. I think you're you're in that position to be in his head a little bit. So I think that might play in a little bit. I occupy absolutely no space in that man's head. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm proud of him. I was so happy to see him tear that one off in Twins. He rides so well, and I'm just proud to be there with him. Yeah. It's that was an impressive cool. showing for him yes. this weekend for yes, sure. It was. Yeah, but yeah. I also noticed there was no folding chairs in the pits this weekend. <laughs> so I think if you bring one to Devils, yeah, that might that might flip flop the, the the head game a little bit. Yeah, no, I don't, I'm not. Just even, do there's, it. There's directions I can go, but we're I, we're, I, you know, I, we're we're pretty damn close. I don't know. I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> but you're definitely not going to lay over for him to get another championship, though. Oh, my God. You're, you're in this for the win, Has right? Has anybody seen what effort I've put toward to make this difficult on him? I have, besides <laughs> okay. X Games, I have never spent this much money trying to excel at something in my okay. entire life. That's all I, I want have, to know. I, just, I, I know you I guys have, are buddies. I have, and... I have taken opportunities away from my daughters to give myself the best <laughs> foot forward. So if anybody thinks that I am laying over, I have done everything in my possibility okay. to put my best foot forward. I, I don't know. I got a lot of people messaging me saying that you're just going to lay over so you can get another championship. <laughs> so I just yeah. wanted to clear that up. Yep, that's what I'm. That's my big plan. That's what I've been doing this whole time. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right. I'm not gonna say who, but I've been getting messages like every two minutes, just like Joel's a Joel's just building this up so Logan can win another championship. I definitely see it because I tell you what, I'm his biggest fan. I'm Logan's yeah. biggest fan. I'll, I'll be right there cheering <laughs> if he wins. I I love what? it, but I, I'm not gonna make it easy on him. I don't know. Yeah, I want you guys to fight. That wouldn't be much of a fight. It'd be the sound. Uh, no, 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Let's go. Uh, I'm glad I didn't it, drink that last beer. Yeah, it's not quite midnight. <laughs> Hold it in. Yeah. Uh, all, right, all right, let's move on to premier class. Yeah. It's Phil Libhart in third with 92 points. Mm-hmm. Jay Salstrom in second with 100 points. John Kester in first with 104 points. Mm-hmm. So Phil's got to win. Jay's got to win. John's got three. Yep. And both those guys are still in contention to take out John here, you know, given circumstances and everything. This is the perfect hill for a points battle royale, I feel like. Oh, it's yes. just the, the most even playing field. There's not a whole lot of variables, uh, especially with the jump being smaller this year as uh the predictions are going with that so um yeah it's tight man like jay said this is exactly what the fans needed for a good show on the finale i mean i gotta i gotta think like i'm just looking at the people there and you look at john's big bike and jay's r1 and obviously phil's bike is extremely fast but for that raw speed the names on that list there's a couple bikes that maybe have the potential, like maybe Trey's bike because it's so big, you know? Yep. But if it is just that blitz, like but you need those big CCs to get that time, there's only a few bikes that, that could rival those guys, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, an R6 is not going to go as fast as an R1 if everybody's laying them flat out. I mean, right? Yep. That's just the way it goes. That's, 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 and- that's the, that's how it works. So, that's it's it's between these guys basically. I mean, you know what? A, it's yeah. a perfect hill for though. Please say it. A freaking Jixer on turbos. I know it. I, that's <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to fire him up. Perfect hill for I, It's the perfect hill for that. He lands on boost. Look out! It's yeah, uh, it's dude. over. It's over. God, it's you over. Gotta look, you got to look at the podium at Devil Staircase for say the last ten years. Those three guys have been trading spots on that podium for yep. about ten years in a row. Right. Yep. Yep. Like you go to Devil Staircase, and it's those three guys that are usually first, second, or third. Right. Yep. Yep. I don't. I can't think of a year that it hasn't been. So. Yeah. And Phil's. Yeah. Phil's won there like four years in a row. You know, John's won a couple years in a row. Jay's won years in a row. There. I mean, those guys are just there every year at that race. Yep. yep. Yeah, I'm I agree. A, yeah. It's well, a I mean, nice I, short hill. It's it's also suited perfectly for that ballistic uh, triumph. So yeah, I mean, well, our predictions will be next week. But I'm saying if there's a wheel tap involved, you got to go JFK. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say if it's the world's biggest double double, I like my I like that R1, and I'm gonna say if it's just who can go 40 feet the fastest five times. Phil's got no competition, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because I mean that bike goes 40 yes. feet faster than any bike's ever been built. In history of dirt bikes you know so yeah i mean let, let's just see how the hill's built and, and what we got to do yeah yeah but I, let's yeah do it yep so before we went over the points let's at least get the top five from uh round five here before we get out of here in all the classes if you got them up colby let's get it um <sighs> We'll start with 450. Your top five goes as this. Logan Sapala put in a rare performance. 
Yeah. At least he broke the top five. I don't know how. I his his run seemed really good to me, but the times just didn't show. I, I think that was. I think that the times in the 450 class this week would have won the twins class and top five in the premier class this spring. You might be right, and that's yeah. I think how that's how tight they were running. You know, I mean, it was just. Like I watched Braden's run. I mean, he he killed it. He didn't hit a bump, and Logan hit some bumps. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. And I I think uh, he had the absolute last draw, and that killed him. Like you mm-hmm. needed to be. When I went dead first, if if there would have been a heavy heavy hitter that would have been the very first guy, they probably would have had a, a top five run just off that because it was so perfect. I just missed my setup on it, but I was yeah. hauling ass. I mean, it, the hill was so great, you know. So in fourth, we had Caleb Blaine on a flat track bike with extensions, yeah, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. Braden Henry in third, Bodie O'Neill in second, John Kester in first. Um, nice. So Braden Henry had a 11.791, O'Neill 11.732, and John had an 11.449. So really tight times again this weekend. Yeah. yeah, Stacking them in there. So that's pretty sweet. So it was 11.41, the 450 class. Yeah, yeah that's right. And that's, I had an 11.4, so I was wrong, because I had 11.4 and took second in the Twins class this spring. Okay. Well, close. Yeah. Close. Twins class. John Kester in fifth, Austin Tyler in fourth, Joel Faldi in third, Jay Salstrom in second, Bodie O'Neill taking the win again in that. Hang well, you had second and third. Sterling Wait, how did I get to White Rose here? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how that got switched. Yeah. Boy, I was wondering. I was like, dude, did I totally just... Not remember this whole weekend. Anthony did a heart in fifth. There we go. That yeah. reminds me because he had a smoker on that old yeah, Harley, the, man. Yeah, yeah, the crowd was freaking going nuts. That was, that so, was awesome. so awesome. Great job, yeah. Anthony. Yeah, Great that ride. was awesome. I told him at the end of the day, I was proud yeah. of him. Yeah, that, that was Harley awesome. was hooking up. Yep, yep. Jay Salstrom in fourth, Bodie in third, Joel Faldi in second, Logan in first. Woohoo. Those top three times. Bodie had an eleven point one three seven. Joel had an eleven zero zero two, and Logan was a ten point three four five. Man, three quarters just, of a second. That's just a, a heater of a ride yep. he had. Yeah, yeah, it was a heater. Yeah, only person to break the tens. But you were right there, man. Yep. Right there. Yep. So I was close. super happy with my ride. I know I had more yoo-hoos and hollering down their turn trail than Logan. I can get. If you want to have stopped to oh, talk to me in the midsection there for that two seconds, we probably would have had a chance. But I would have had it. And if you wouldn't have hung that uh, two tenths of a second in the air on that second jump there, oh, you just kind of hanging got, up there forever. It got really quiet there on that one. I didn't know how <laughs> the old eleven ninety was going to handle that one. She stuck some dirt in there that, that I don't think that's been stuck in before. I'll have to apologize <laughs> to Dave and John. I got her all washed out now. But. Okay. <laughs> all right. Premier class. Fifth place, Philip Hart. 
Fourth place, Caleb Blaine. That would have been on his first round. I still would love to know what his time would have been on that second ride, but we'll never know. It seemed fast, but it's hard judging stuff on that hill, too, at the same time. So it seemed like it would have been good. Logan Sapal in third on a gas twin. Mm -hmm. I'm the old twin. The old twin. Austin Tyler in second. Jay Salstrom taking the win. The only person to break nine seconds. Wow. Yeah. So Logan had a 10.286. Austin, 10.276. Jay with a 9.906. I can't believe that Austin and Logan were that close. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, that old Buell, that is not the new motor. I mean, that, that, that motor is... Not only is it not the power of the new one, but that thing has got a ton of races on it. I mean, that thing is yeah. kind of tired. Yeah. Was Eddie running? I thought he was running, uh, running his brother's bike. The other, the the other nope. new not eleven ninety. He was not. No. Not? Okay. Yeah, he changed the graphics up. Now they all plastics. Yep. They all match. So he yeah, he gave it a he up. He freshened up. He had a paddle on. You know that yeah. was, but still, I mean, that Jixer on fifty percent that. I mean, he's got to have freaking 80 more horse than that freaking <laughs> twin does, you know? Yeah. You would think. That thing was just screaming. Huh. It was screaming. Right. <clears throat> it was screaming. But that's also, you know, Logan's got a bit more experience there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and we talked before. Is... And Austin, unbelievable rider. But I could just see his techniques. You know, he didn't grow up riding these hills where you're, you're shaving hundreds and just mm-hmm. half a tenths and right. that Logan's got such a big bag full of tricks to get every ounce. I mean that, you know, he's been, that's what he's been doing his whole life. You know, you can just yep. see it uh, when Austin's riding, he's so talented, but he just, he's asking different things from the bike and the setup and he's got the power. It just, you got to lay it down the correct way, you yeah. know? But to still to come to Freemansburg and get a oh second first whack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, he's took second uh, White Rose and here, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. That's amazing. He's consistent so far. It's, that's Holy looking shit. good. Yeah, that's wonderful. No. But... Yeah, I didn't put down. I knew Austin was going to have a good showing at Freemansburg. It definitely suits his riding style, just flat out balls to the walls, not caring. Right. And I, yep. I, I was surprised. I was expecting him on the podium and uh, with Tyler's bike, Tyler Cardwell's, and the clutches out of it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. now I see why you're not up there. It's hard to go yeah. super fast without a clutch. So Yeah, you that could see that was why, an issue yeah, for sure. Right. So uh, they said new clutch on the way for uh, the Devils. So that'll be fun to see that. Good deal. Good. Yeah. So, yeah, there you have it. That's uh, results and points after round five. So. Really looking forward to this uh, coming two weeks at Devil Staircase. It's going to be a good show. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's oh, be yeah. Show. And that's whole aside thing. from the actual racing. The whole yeah, the whole event is just going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll hear wait. more about that next week. We'll get on. We'll have the – we'll try and get Kevin Looney in here next week and talk to them about it, and then we'll work up some predictions and – scenarios of what can happen or go down and maybe we need to predict 
Maybe we need to predict top three for each class for year end and how many, like our tiebreaker can be how many barrels of beer they sell. Okay. All right. Okay. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Have you guys heard about um, Austin's filmer? Dang it, I had his name in my head. Do you remember his name, Colby? Brayton. Bra- Brayton. Do you remember? Have you heard the story? What's going on there at Devils? Yeah, he turns no. twenty-one that day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that wow. Matt, Matt. Matt says if things go right and the the uh, um, stars align, how people do the beer, the throttle beers, where they throw them through the exhaust or whatever. Oh yeah. They're gonna do it on the nitro bike, and I was oh, thinking, <laughs> no. I was, I was thinking no. about this, and I'm like, I think what they need to do is we need to. I'll pony up. I'll buy a couple gallons, right? And we'll put caps on it so they're upside down, and then we'll cut the bottoms of the gallons out, and then we can just whoop like that over that nitro bike, and he'll just get it all. It'll, it'll be like a nitro bong. <laughs> That's all, what I was just gonna say. We need some lace belt bongs. Oh, dang it! Yeah, we too, do. Yeah. We do. Yeah, Joseph, That'd be perfect. Man, S- send a lace belt bong. A out nitro bong. <laughs> we go a nitro bong off the jixer. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Wow. That'd be really good. Uh, I tell you right now, I'm putting my face nowhere near a wide open jixer. No. Not on not on anything, especially not on nitro. Oh, if you're, no way. If you're 21, though, I mean, you kind of got to do that stuff, right? Oh, yeah. If you're still dumb enough to do that, I guess. Yeah, I, think, I, li- I like the yeah. plan. I think it's great. No, I love it. I love it. I'll love it. I'll film the film guy f- doing a nitro jixer beer bong. I warned him. I said, if you, if you guys do this, I'm going to vlog you guys making a vlog and I'll probably get more famous from that. So, so yeah, big All things right. coming. Big I'm things coming. Asleep. I either got to yep. go make another pot of coffee or go to bed. I think I got to go to bed. Well, let's, we'll let let's you go to bed here. Off. So we got Joe, you got any 31 thank aways? Uh, I did. I, 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 I want to thank away. I want to thank away Logan Sapala for making this points series just epic. It would be pretty boring if you had decided to not go to Naha. I think uh, he probably would have a little bit of commanding lead. And this is going to, it kind of, I think Colby wants to thank away Logan too, just for the excitement and all these. Exactly. Classes. Yeah. I Absolutely. like it. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Logan. Also, thank thank away to the fans at Freemansburg. Man, just yes. the rain and being out there, and the kids were great. Had so many kids come up, and our good buddy that we interviewed on the show here, he hadn't been to Freemansburg in 30 years, and he came over there to watch us, and he said him and his wife are celebrating an anniversary, and for their anniversary, they're going to Devil Staircase, and they're wow. going to watch the Devil Staircase. So... They, cool. I'm so pumped. I said, "Come, look, hook me up, and uh, and we'll we'll say hi and uh, see your wife." And uh, just like I said, "Boy, you got a winner if you guys got a wedding anniversary and you're going to a motorcycle race. That's a winner right there." Hell yeah! Yeah. yeah. Were you gonna do it? Was that some of yours, Colby? Did I? Yeah, see you, you, there? you took all my all my stuff. Good, he got okay. you back for last week. God dang yeah. it! Yeah. Oh Damn. man, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I just wanna. Thank the rain and mud for coming down on Freemansburg for putting on a good show for us. Cause I love filming in the rain and the mud. It's so fun. 
But no, I, I, I I'll agree with you, Joel, that the fans still showed up and hung out till the end yeah. in the rain. Yeah. Oh man. That's so awesome. But no, um, um, I just want to congratulate all the winners from Premiersburg. We had a couple of new guys, you know, stepping up, not new to the game, but new to the podium in their respective classes. So John finally yeah. got it done in the four fifties, Jay in the premier. And, uh, you know, Logan did what he does in the twins class. And Joel, I'm so proud of you for holding down, Trying holding down that number one spot going into the finale. That's just unbelievable. It's badass. You had it for two yeah, weeks now. That's, I can't believe it. I thought awesome, it was gonna be six man. days. And three weeks. Now it's, it's three weeks. That's you crazy. Three weeks. That's yep. cool. I thought it was gonna be shortest tenured points leader ever. <laughs> and here I'm not. So that's cool. I mean, that's, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah. And the yep. twins class was an all Ellsworth podium. Yep, we all, yeah, we all live within much. three. We we went eleven hundred, two hundred, one thousand, one hundred and some miles, but we all live within three miles. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> that that's just crazy. That's yeah, awesome. It's pretty crazy. Um, I just want to say, Austin, congrats for holding it down. Yeah, that's number two spot again. Yeah, Mr. Consistency. First showing out east, that's super cool. Uh, yeah, we got to see a lot of cool crashes this weekend between Justin, John, Gary Bauer, Devin do, Schweitzer, oh, that, Caleb no, Lane. Don't yeah. think that Gary that scared Gary's me. That one's scary. These are not thankaways, these are oh. takeaways. Oh, okay, all right. Your thankaway. I'm <laughs> right. I'm takeaway. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't thank you guys for that, but it also puts on a good show. So, hey, it's got to count for something. I hope Gary's okay after that. I'd never seen him afterwards. Um, that was pretty gnarly. He got tangled gnarly. up with his bike and whatnot. And yeah. That might have been the worst good. one of the day. That was definitely Looks like he didn't have a good shiner on his eye there. Looks like he took something through the Ooh. goggle there and got him in the eye. Oh, dang. And he was up there helping shovel, too. He was, he's all about it. And you got to give Gary props, too. Gary's 60. Uh, gotta be right 61 he's 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 in his 60s yeah he hangs it out boy he was going yep Yep. that's awesome uh yeah uh i'm bummed raza was out with a hurt wrist that sucks yeah yeah. that really kind of really looking forward to see him tear that yeah like on that hill but we made up for it with his brother Yep. yep i think his name's jake i hope Oh, I don't know. I have to look. I didn't see On a D heart race at Nitro Bike, the Nitro Bike that, that Ryan rode at White Rose. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, I think, you know, between those guys, I think we got another couple of solid guys coming into the sport, which is really going to. Yeah, that's great. Really going to help us grow and, you know, get more fast guys, professional fast guys. Yep. I like that. I like, I like that, that too. too. So that's going to do it for me tonight. All right. And Sounds next, good. Um, I just we got to thank our lovely sponsors. Let's do it. Rutted Racing, ruttedracing.com. Use discount code Nitro20 for 20% off everything at ruttedracing.com. Joel's going to be busting out a new set of gear at Devil's Staircase, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, it's going to be lit. It's going to be sweet. Two rutted guys on an American Hill Climb podium this weekend, too. That's awesome. So That's awesome. pretty dope. Pretty dope. Yeah. Lacebelt.com. Use discount code NITRO for 15% off everything at lacebelt.com. Black Diamond MX. Use discount code NITROMUD15 for 15% off everything at blackdiamondmx.com. 
drinkhydropower.com. Use discount code NITRO for 15% off everything at drinkhydropower.com. And JS5 Extensions, Mueller Motorsports, Team Peterson, thank you guys all for coming on board this year and helping us out do the show. It means a lot to us, and it couldn't do it without you. Thank uh, you guys quick, so much. Quick sponsor, little tidbit. Uh, just right it. They are the flipping best, and they're just always trying to get better, and they're working on their next year stuff. And Clint's like, hey, guys, looking for ideas. Just like to touch base with all the riders. And he's like, got any color ideas? Let me know. This is what I'm looking. So I put in baby blue, ice white, orange trim, and call it fast candy. That was what my, about that was my no idea. rugrats? Yeah, what about no. the rugrats? Oh, damn cool. it! Oh, dude, oh. going back time the rugrats gear. Come on now. Oh man, well I screwed up. I, I but think, fast candy sounds cool too. I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get any likes on the group chat, so I think I had <laughs> but, but I, I did, I did like some other color samples. But I just think that's so cool that that company reaches out to the people riding and just has ideas. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Um, yeah, you know, Logan had some comments, and uh, you know, they have some really fast people on their team, and I got to see like what they were saying and. I just think that's cool, you know. Like they're they're no, always trying awesome. to make their gear the best they can possibly. They yeah. get all these fit updates, and they're trying to things where see where things fit the best and work the best. And man, it's just awesome yeah. to be part of that company. So thanks, Clint, everybody at Reddit. I agree, and that's definitely something I like about it is that you know every other gear company they all kind of follow suit. They get they catch wind of what Fox is doing or what FXR is doing or Troy Lee. Right. Troy Lee does kind of get out of the box a little bit and do their yeah. own thing, but I feel like everybody's got the exact same shit every year and it right. bugs the shit out of me. Right. So it's cool that Ruddit is kind of just you know, Clint's doing his own thing. Right. Like yeah. that brown and orange gear, like you don't see that. No, but it cool. looks fucking awesome. It's sweet. Yeah, it's it awesome. Look great. Yeah, it's so cool. It's no. cool to see and some that, different stuff and not falling into the mold of looking just like the same as everybody yeah. else. You just don't really know, but like, and when you wear it, it's just like the most comfortable gear. Like that's the thing. Like I don't even care what it looks like now. It's just like I get so excited to put it on. Like there's <laughs> nothing that nothing hangs up. Like it's just if, and like for Logan, that's like part of their thing is if you're tall, they have special gear just if you're tall. Like that's got to be so nice for him because I can't imagine how it sucked before because. It used to be all the gear was made for people that came from Japan. You know, it was like yeah. we're a different body type here. You know, it's yeah. like it's not short and wide. Yeah. All the gear used to be made for Ricky Carmichael size people. Exactly, and it, it was the truth too. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll shut up. It's all right. Okay. All right, boys. We'll let it go. We'll let it go. I think we're done. Everybody's tired. You Midwest boys are. Beat yeah. from your trip out east. So, oh, yeah, I'm shot. So, we'll go. We'll see you boys back next week. Have your predictions ready and do some math. And let's come up with some scenarios for next week and come back in with a preview of the devil staircase in the final round of American Hill Climb. <gasps> All right. Thanks, All right. Caleb. Thanks, Jay, for your time tonight, boys. Yep. Right. Thanks, guys. Boys, till next week. See you later. Peace out. Peace out.